What's up, everybody? Another BTM commentary, uh, continuing our October Blitz with Halloween 6, the theatrical version. We got Josh James as a special guest on this one with Zach and I. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up, dude? What's up, Josh James? Let me tell you something. I want to fucking suck your dick. (laughs) We were talking about that on the last episode. I want to suck Josh James' dick. He wasn't here to respond. What do you say, Josh James? Uh, yeah, man, let's just, let me pull down my pants. Let's, let's I want to suck that day. Look, we're going to do it. We're going to do it on the live show, and you're going to hear it while we're watching the movie, baby. Tell me what we're doing. I don't know if you can uh, fit it in your mouth, though, you know? It's not really long, but it's pretty girthy, you know? Oh, I, I'll try. So as you guys can tell at home, Zach's on fire. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with him. He's just been... He, he was explaining to us before we started the show that he's just super excited doing all these Halloween movies. That's his fucking thing. Uh, you know, Josh and I, we're like, uh, another shitty fucking Halloween movie. And he's just, <laughs> he's the gas, man. He's the fuel. Uh, hang on, hang on. I, I got to clarify. I actually do. I, we've done been doing a shitload of Halloweens on our channel as well. And uh, I, you know, I can't get enough of Halloween. I love them. It's just that I've been doing a shitload of editing too, trying, because we're doing a lot of, uh, you know, um, extra content for our channel for Halloween mm-hmm. as well. So I can feel your pain a little bit. It's just kind of like. It's always a peak when you hit Halloween season, you know, where you're going to do some extra things here or there. So Mm -hmm. I feel you, you know, you got to hit the reserves, you know, let's just go ahead and roll into the movie. Uh, Let's not take too long doing that because it's going to be a shit fest. It's been a long time since I've seen the theatrical version. Zach and I did the producer's cut earlier in the year last year. I don't even remember. And he's going to hear that right before this one drops uh, Friday for the revival classic. And it's going to be like the alien double feature, baby. If you guys are following along on podcast networks, that's correct. All right. So we're going to go and get started. No more uh, dilly dallying around three, two, one play. Hell yeah! Here's that fucking Miramax Skyler. We all know what happened while they were shooting this. Fuck it, what's his name? He was fucking, he was grabbing chicks' tits. That fuck up. He's fired up. Fuck him. So if, uh, if Zach's gonna suck my dick, I think I can find some uh, extra energy for another Halloween movie. Exactly. <laughs> Won't that, uh, won't that put you to sleep? I'm confused. How do, how do your orgasms work? Did I? Did God make me fucked up and I'm just busted? Yeah, you're you're a beta. You're a beta. You you come and then fall asleep. Hey, on that topic, I got to tell you guys something. So before we started recording, uh, Josh actually asked something interesting because Zach was already in full rager mode. He was like, you fucking soy boy, cuck, motherfucker, beta bitch. I'm like, what the Because usually he waits to get in character when we record because it is a character. (laughs) I don't let him fucking fool you. Anyway, Josh says, what the fuck, man? He's already ready to go. We're not even going. And I said, well, I would address it on the show. Zach... It's like the haunted mask. It's like this persona of yours. It's like you're wearing the haunted mask from Goosebumps. And first, it was just on Mac and Zach. It was segregated there. 
then here it's just spread and it's just all the time and now it's seeping into your personal life like literally I could call Zach up just to shoot the shit and he'd be like hey fuck your grandmother soy boy I'm gonna nut your face I'm like bro I'm just calling you to say happy birthday fuck me we're not recording you know I think Zach took the uh, method acting a little too far and he's just been sucked into the character and uh it's becoming him exactly They're fusing together. See, people talk about fucking Heath Ledger and how he he took method act. Fuck him. He stole from me. I fucking showed him how to do it. He he was taking my acting lessons. Fuck. You guys are fucked up. You, you think he came up with that? Fuck you. I'm just worried that you're going to become so consumed with this persona that it's going to become your lifestyle. And you're really going to start cruising for dicks to suck. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're, we're going to all get together in New York or wherever the fuck like we're planning. And you're just going to be, you'll be like, hey, this prostitute you guys promised me. Can it be a dude? I'm like, I guess. Fuck yeah, we're going to call the hour boy. He's got a 10-inch cock, he said. <laughs> he was in Vegas. I don't even know where the fuck we're going anymore, so I'm confused. I'm sure, but Zach, I'm sure there's hour boys all over the fucking planet, so don't you worry. Exactly. There's a lot of guys in that business. Exactly. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Do you think Michael actually fucked Jamie, or do you think they just like turkey-basted this shit? I like to think he fucked her. I can't help but wonder that every time I see the scene, you know. I think I envisioned that he actually penetrated her, but it was like Mormons and he just soaked it, you know, where he just kind of sat in there and didn't really do much. He wore the magic underwear when he did it. <laughs> hey, there's a there's a baby cock on the screen right now. That's gross. Yeah, Zach doesn't like that at all. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, there's a ba- baby cock on the screen. Everybody watch. Look at the baby cock. It's weird. Look at it. See, it's weird because we all know that we're looking at the baby cock right now. I'm not. I'm looking at and Leo it's awkward. It's fucking awkward, Ryan. but we're all looking at the baby cock. We just can't look away. It's mesmerizing. You're looking at it. I'm looking at Ross Brown, Mary West. It's like an eye magnet. I'm sure Zach's got a big poster of the uh, Nirvana Nevermind on his wall so he can just stare at baby cock all day long. Exactly. He's got the one with my face, my face superimposed on that baby cock Nirvana picture. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see the version we made where I put an actual uh, grown boner on the baby? Oh, God, no. <laughs> that was too hot for the internet. We couldn't use that. Was it a big black dick? It should have fucking been. That would have been better. But yeah, now we can see the baby cock in full HD resolution. Everybody, everybody's looking at it at the same time. We all know we're looking at the baby cock. We don't feel comfortable doing it, but it's right there on the screen and we're looking at it. Look at the baby's tiny little balls. Now it's gone. <laughs> Do you think that the, the, the baby in this movie, who's an adult now, is just like, man, what the fuck, my junk's all over this movie, right? Yeah, like, they, were, they fucking, uh, they, uh, child nudity. I would be fucking proud of that shit. Child nudity, baby. I'm sure he's just mad that his mother got him a part in the shittiest Halloween movie of all time. Like, this is the one you got yeah, me right. in? This is not the shittiest of all time. Part five is the shittiest. It isn't. No, it's not. You guys, oh, I want to say that I listened to your commentary on four, and you gave you guys gave five so much shit. And I, I can't disagree with you more. I mean, that movie's, it's a bad movie, I agree. But it's, it's not garbage. terrible. It's not worse than a resurrection. See, Matt, that movie is AIDS personified. <laughs> this one, if I remember correctly, I mean, I'm I, like I said, I've been watching the producer's cut for a long time now. I haven't seen this one in a while, but I'm sure the producer's cut's very similar in the fact that it's just boring. 
right? Five is just bad, and I don't know why it's bad. It's boring, but it's also just schlocky. The characters are fucking terrible. I don't know. Uh, the man. mask is the mask is terrible. This one's got the you know when she's sucking and are you still nutting or whatever, Zach? That's the face you like. Is that, that did I get that right? <laughs> yeah. See, see, uh, fucking Aaron. I that was my original thumbnail for the original fucking uh, Halloween Six producers cut, but he wouldn't let me use it. So can we use it for this one? I guess is what I'm asking. You can. I don't know why. I don't know why I was against it. I think because you're a fucking soy boy. <laughs> I think at the time it was kind of not in line with what we normally did, but at this point it is totally in line with what you normally do. So go for it. <laughs> yeah, somebody finally for the first time commented on our uh, Amityville 2 possession where I, I had fucking Pornhub as the thumbnail. I'll read that later. I thought that was really fucking funny. I thought that was... <laughs> I, you were getting your just, you were getting your due, finally. Justice. Finally. Like, I'm the unsung hero usually, but then I, that time, that fucking three seconds where that guy put that, I, I had my time in the sun. But go ahead, uh, Josh. Let us know. Like, you like part five? Why? Yeah, I like part. I have no problem. See, I guess it's just because of the timing of the Thorn trilogy. Like, I like four, fives, and six. I don't hate the Thorn trilogy Oof. as a lot Oof. of like big horror fans do. Uh, I think fine. It's a nice companion piece to four. You know, like I, I think they flow. I mean, I, I, I have to disagree. I, I think five. I, I do kind of play it up. I don't hate it as much as uh, a lot of people do. But it, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's not good. And Resurrection's probably the worst. Even though I kind of fucking think Resurrection is at least a little funny. See and how stupid it is. I think that here's the thing. I was thinking about this. A part five. It, it, it falls into that category where like when slashers in the 80s hit that formula and they were just repeating the Mm -hmm. formula it's kind of like the way uh friday five or or friday six sort of became a parody of itself yeah it it has that stink all over it baby see but i like that stink when it comes to my slasher movies and it's an 80s movie um i get it and i i don't know i enjoy it now six is where it starts to hit the cusp of starting to get into you know Super sucky zone, you know. Uh, I prefer the P cut over the uh, theatrical cut personally, but I still like this movie. Like, there actually are parts of the theatrical version I like better. Yeah, I, I'm still I'm clamoring for like a fan edit of like the two together. You know, I've thought about making one before. Yeah, we should do one, man. You know, like I tend to say, like, oh, the theatrical ending is better, just because. Mm. I don't know, it's more satisfying than watching him get stopped by some fucking rocks, even though it's not great either. So I'm getting confused. Is is this the fucking rock one, or is this the pipe one? This the, is the pipe, pipe, pipe one. Okay. And, and, and I kind of like the, the scene <laughs> the where he kills all the doctors with the strobe light, even though it's fucking stupid. I don't know, it's just, I always remember that scene. Yeah. Hey, there's a Power Ranger there. I would suck its dick. I, I remember, because me and Matt and our buddy Eric... From the Death Witch did this the P cut commentary uh, last Halloween, and uh, yeah, I mean, I just kind of remember kind of falling in love with like the producer's cut more than the theatrical version. But there's things I like about both, you know. Yeah, they definitely match the tone of the original more in the producer's cut. It's more of a slow burn. You like the incest? That's it. It's the incest. <laughs> it's the incest angle. Yeah, that that's the thing. Like, uh, if you watch this movie and think, you know, this movie would have been better with incest, and the the producer's cut is for you. It does. The incest part doesn't make sense though, because I mean, 
you know, if Michael Myers, his whole M.O. was to kill his relatives, he had did it with Jamie. Why the fuck did he? In, why do they have him impregnate her to create another member of the family? Yeah, it does. Uh, the whole idea was they needed somebody to pass along the the job of being Michael to, right? It makes sense within the context of that movie, but in the context of the whole series, it doesn't. Yeah. They just kind of shoehorn that in. Like, now he wants another character. Paul Rudd, would you suck his uh, chud? No, but you know what? I got to say, the guy's found the fountain of youth. Does he really look that much different? He looks the same, yeah. Yeah, he looks the same. The guy, dude, I don't know what it is he's doing, but, I mean, how how many years has it been since this movie? I think he's uh, he's fucking biting the heads off babies. <laughs> Drinking baby blood? Yeah. And then masturbating in the blood. Why is the Halloween verse so small, though? That's what I'm wondering. So, what are the odds that Tommy, uh, you know, obviously was there in the first movie when the babysitters were killed, and how how is it that he happens to be the one that finds fucking Jamie's baby and gets roped into... I mean, I get it. He's obsessed with Michael Myers. I just had a Mike Tyson lisp there. Did you guys hear that? A fifth uh, with Michael Myers. I... I guess he's isn't he kind of waiting for him to come back? Is that his thing? I don't remember. But I guess they just put him in here because they wanted like, oh, it's got a connection to the original. People like it. All the tie-ins are too convenient. They're too convenient. Mm-hmm. See, in this version, in this version, they never they cut out the line where he says he got skin grafts. So it's like they just gave up on fucking trying to make that shitty burn look good. I always thought that uh, Loomis reveal was very awkward where he breaks the fourth wall, but he's not breaking the fourth wall. I mean, who else would he be looking at? Why does he turn? Why? I get it. You're, you're talking to yourself and you're answering the lady on the radio, but why turn towards the camera? You don't look at the radio and answer it. I mean, it's far-fetched enough that you're talking to yourself and you're answering the radio alone. But Oh, you're, you're such a beta soy boy. Stop fucking, uh, stop pointing out the flaws in this great movie, in this classic movie, uh, Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. We just got the reintroduction to that character, who obviously played by a different guy that looks nothing like the guy from the first movie, but that's the guy from Liar Liar, Deuce Simmons, I love a good roast. You know, it's that guy. Exactly. I would fuck that man. He's got such a fucking handsome face. I bet he's got a huge cock. But anyway, like, I remember as a kid when this movie came out, I never got that that was Jamie Lloyd. Me neither. It was confusing. Yeah, they they really fucked up. Uh, they should have brought, you know, Daniel Harris back for, for this one. Which, which, it's weird that they even cut out the whole, like, kind of explanation in the the beginning of the producer's cut, because it explained it way better. Yeah, they should have really did uh, more of a recap or more justice, because, like, it's so confusing. I never knew it either. In fact, I don't think I realized this was Jamie until just... I don't know, fucking like five years ago when I watched it for the first time in a long time. Funny enough, I think I realized it when I watched the fucking uh, 20 Years of Terror documentary or whatever, the so, 30 yeah, Years of Terror. Something like that. They couldn't find some like working actress that looked more like Daniel Harris. I mean, come on. This chick looks more like fucking uh, Winona Ryder than she does Daniel Harris. Yeah, Daniel Harris even wanted to do it. All they had to do was do a couple of quick flashes of her when she was a kid or something, right? You know what I mean? Like a little edits in there? They did do that in the producer's cut. That's right. Okay, they did. Okay, yeah. well, then that, that you know what? Then I remember that, and that that that's a lot better. But in this one, it's super confusing. This is the one I rented on VHS, you know, fucking in the mid-90s. I, I We rented this when it first came out. I never fucking put two and two together with that, but 
Mm-hmm. By the way, I think Donald Pleasance was like, fuck the makeup, I'm not doing it. So they wrote in that line where he got reconstructive surgery or something. It's fucking better, honestly, that the makeup looked like shit. Yeah, there's no giant uh, boil yeah. in his face. Yeah, The ear is gone. <laughs> Inside out ear. When you're really old like that and you got a lot of wrinkles and bags under your eyes and shit like that and you get a skin graft... Is it going to look all smooth, you know, if you got wrinkly skin? Or are they going to skin graft you to old flesh again? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no way that would work to make it that perfect looking. They used his ball sack skin, so it had natural wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, 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 Zach's got an answer for everything. I would, I would fuck Tommy, though. I know. I, but he's got a big cock. We're just going to assume you'd fuck everything that walks. You don't have to say it every time you see another a guy on screen or a kid on screen. You get it. You'll stick your dick in anything. Yeah, we got it, Zach. Yeah. we. You want to suck a dick? You want to fuck a guy in the ass? Anything taboo, you're going to fuck it. I get it. It. You're going to... You see a dog, you're going to fuck it. You see a fucking farm equipment, you're going to fuck it. I get it. Stop ruining my humor. Stop ruining my humor. I'm diffusing that bomb right now is what I'm doing. See? Look, we're watching a movie that has a baby throughout it, and I'm trying to diffuse as many of these fucking (laughs) things we got coming. Well, I already pointed out the baby cock scene. I know, and I try. I failed that time, but get, I get it. You would do horrible things to that baby, and you're fucking dangerous. You're bad to the bone. You like to shake things up. No, the worst thing I'd do to that baby in real life, I would be like, uh, I ain't fucking taking care of it. Fuck that baby. It's not my fucking kid. You take care of it. Kids suck. Kids suck in real life. Fuck kids. This is coming off the guy. Literally. This is the yeah. This is the guy coming off the guy that's like, hey, I'm sorry, I was late. I was, I do that. Yeah, don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. They don't. They don't know my real life. Fuck you. He's a sensitive softy. He's a sensitive softy. That uh, that's all getting cut. You're just you're just making the beat longer. <laughs> Why cut it? <laughs> because no. Fuck you. The listeners. What if uh what what if the SJW calls who uh, hires me to do that and uh you hear the jokes he makes. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that shit. Yeah. It's just like, uh, you know, like Alice Cooper or something, you know, like parents think he's like uh, some kind of, you know, corruptive. Uh, that was so 30 years ago, but okay. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I don't know. That's the first thing that popped in my head. But the dude like plays golf on the weekend and is like completely sober. You know, it's the same sort of thing. It's like, it's just. Uh, he's, I get it. He's super chill like anybody's grandpa though uh, now. But uh, he, he also makes uh, the employees wear that goofy ass makeup. That is, uh, whatever it is he owns. Did I tell you that? Uh, I don't know. Because that was here in Phoenix, and I remember uh, telling... I know I told Riverman that, so I, I assume maybe I told you that. Well, they closed that down abruptly last year. They didn't even have an announcement. It just one day was closed, and it was like in the paper Cooperstown. It was like a bar and grill, a rock bar and grill. You'd go in there, and it was pretty cool, because they had, like, jukebox and, and, like, decor and, like, gold and platinum records and just of 80s butt rock. And Juggalo paint. No, well, yeah, and then, like, the hostesses and the servers, they'd all have, like, the Alice Cooper makeup, right? The lines and down the lips and the eyes. And it was pretty cute. But uh, you can go in there and they'd be playing some fucking... It was pretty cute. It was pretty cute. It was. It was pretty adorable. But anyway, yeah. It was like uh, it was like uh, Halloween costumes. That's pretty funny. It's pretty fucking magical. It's pretty funny. It's cute. He actually played a couple towns down uh, 
from where I live, like, just recently, but the tickets were, like, so goddamn expensive. I was like, no, that's not going to happen. But I would love to see Alice Cooper once in my lifetime. That'd be amazing. They had to have been secondhand tickets. How how expensive they could they have been? They no 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 no. I went through the website. It was like uh like 150, 200 bucks, something like that. No, there, yeah. there's something there's something you're missing there, dude. I'm I'm fucking serious, man. They they were really expensive. They were. You calling Josh James a liar? <laughs> you couldn't invite him on our show and call him a liar. I you think that you think that Josh James is involved in a conspiracy with Alice Cooper tickets? Fuck you, my friend. Fuck you. Well, dude, the first place I go for tickets is not going to be Craigslist. I I went to the ticket links for the venue, or whatever. It's okay, Josh. We believe you here. We believe all men. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a manly safe space. If you're male, no one's accusing. Well, think if Zach fucking resides here, for God's sake, it's a safe space for guys that say shit. Exactly. But no, uh, the ticket thing. I just know if you go through Ticketmaster, or whatever, they all the third party ticket sellers are linked in Ticketmaster. And, and things like that, the official sources, and it throws people off all the time. Tickets are not that expensive. I I would bet everything I own that you are not paying face value tickets. There's just not. There's no way. Um, but the thing is, is they work out a deal. Ticketmaster's in bed with StubHub's and Eventbrite, all these fucking uh, third-party sellers. They have re- reservations for so many tickets right off the get-go. That's why when tickets come out, they're already through the roof. See, I think this kill is better than the Peacot. It is. The pee cut is stupid. The hospital death, right? Is that right? He just kind of stabs her and she falls down, but then she's still alive. But she dies in the hospital, yeah. I think they could have just used this and still had her at the hospital. Actually, I like this cut, this kill a lot, and I like how he sticks out his hands, but they should have just cut it there. I don't like how he pushes her down. And then turns the thing on, and it's just kind of like... Did you, did you see her breathe and the fucking farm equipment moved with her stomach? <laughs> I don't no. think I've ever noticed that. I always notice that, yeah. There's some shots where the Michael Myers mask, I think, looks really good. Sometimes it looks fucking dumb, like the whole nothing she's sucking. It looks too fat, but like here it looks really cool. Uh, I'm not crazy about this version of Michael, the fat-ass George Wilbur, the pudgy Michael. Oh, well, you leave him alone. He he was fucking his niece. She was cooking shit for him. They've been hanging out at the fucking corn colt fucking facility. <laughs> leave him alone. It happens to the best of them. They probably don't have a gym there, you know? Body fucking shaming Michael Myers. How dare you? Hey, speaking of body stuff, why don't you tell everybody about your, uh, you hit your goal, man. You've been talking about it, so I think we could talk about it. Yeah, nice job, Zach. Good job, man. That's not something the, the, the Zach character would talk about, though. That's something the real Zach character would talk about. <laughs> but you brought it up a lot, so I you know, I was just congratulating you, and yeah. I think everybody else would be allowed to hear Zach. it. You hit, your, you hit your fucking goal, man. You're looking good. You're looking stacked. I hit my goal. As your friend, I just want to commend you on uh, you know hitting your goal and uh, taking care of yourself, man. Yeah, it's crazy. This guy is wasting away. It's wasting away. Who, this character? No, you. Oh, why? Because you're like hardly there anymore, man. You've lost so much weight. Oh, I thought you were making like uh, a fucking reference to like, uh, I feel you fading away. <laughs> or whatever the fuck it goes. Whatever it says. I feel you fading away. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say I love all these day shots in this movie. It actually looks like uh, the Midwest. Look at this d- dime store Vicky Lawrence. She doesn't, you know, that's what I always oh, thought yeah. the uh, mom 
mama's family. Would you hit that chick though? The daughter, she's attractive, uh, in a in a homely kind of way, you know. Uh, but I like that. Oh fuck you, fuck you. She's attractive. Period. In a conservative way, I like the conservative look. Is what conservative look is what I mean. I'd hit the uh, I'd hit the mom. I'd go for the mom. I'd hit the Zach. I'd, don't I'd, say I'd it. The- we we know that. Don't say it. Don't say it. I know who you'd hit. The fucking kid. Now moving on. Uh, you know what drives me crazy? <laughs> no, I'd hit the kid in the fucking face. I I'd, I'd hit the dad. Is what I was gonna say. <laughs> you know. You know what's so you know what's funny is this it drives me crazy about this movie is that they don't really go anywhere with the fucking stupid kid you know because they almost act like he's almost kind of crazy you know what I mean he's got the he's got the uh, Jamie Lloyd connection mm. like in four and five yeah and they don't go anywhere with it he's holding the knife up to him and he's just staring there silently like a fucking maniac. Yeah, they they played with your perception. That's what movies uh, do. So uh, why don't you just stop being such a fucking uh, asshole and calling out this movie that's great and uh, it's a perfect movie and you're just pissed at it for being perfect. Hey, we were singing the Pet Cemetery two song a minute ago. That reminds me, Josh, what'd you think of the uh, the Pet Cemetery uh, trailer they just released for the uh, upcoming remake? Uh, man, I don't know, man. I. I Nothing about the trailer really sold me. I like John Lithgow, but uh, that might be the only thing I saw that I kind of got was into. So you're saying they should have just taken their own fucking advice and and uh, heed by you know sometimes that is better. And just let the fucking series stay dead, dude. The original fucking movie was perfect the way it was. Yeah, I like the original. Yeah. I don't really need a remake, so I'm not really that interested in it, to be honest with you. I, I saw it, and I was like, eh, it's not going to be as good as the original, so why am I really interested in this? And we've been vocal about it for a while now, and I agree. The whole, I never was excited, especially when it's done by the the guy who did It. You know, as soon as It was a huge success, he said it in a fucking news bit or whatever, like, oh, I'd love to do Pet Cemetery next. Are they going to remake all these Stephen King movies from the 80s now? Well, uh, it's it's so viable. It's so like profitable now. But anyway, that shit got greenlit so fast, and I was rolling eyes too. Like, do we really need? The, and if it was anything yeah. like it, I'm like, this isn't going to be good. But then they announced John Lithgow. Well, here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing, man. I was like, as long as they keep making more horror that has a little bit of you know uh, earnestness to it, a little bit you know honesty to it. Like, as long as they keep making uh, horror movies. An R-rated horror. That's the shit you like. That's that dang shit. You made a podcast based on that shit. Yeah, you know. Well, the thing is, is like if they're opening up horror to a new generation of people, then that's a good thing. I just, I'm really skeptical all the time when they remake shit. So, I don't know. I really liked it, but I don't know if I, I have, I have such a tight bond with uh, the original Pet Cemetery that I kind of want to reject it but i'll give it a chance i mean honestly i'll give it a chance mm-hmm. i'll give it a fair shake the uh when i saw the trailer i like john lithgow too that's the thing when they announced his casting i'm like huh well that's kind of a nice shining beacon uh, i'm not a fan of jason clark but to his credit the only reason i'm not a fan of him the only reason i'm not a fan of him is because the only movie i know him from is shit where he played john connor in terminator genesis and he wasn't a very right. good john connor at all but that's that's it. He was in that other really terrible horror movie that came out last year, or really this year. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, the the Widowmaker or the Winchester House. 
Oh, was he? Oh, with uh, Helen Mirren or something like yeah. that, or some, something. Yeah, like that. that movie sucked. I didn't watch sucked. that one. I'm basing my my hatred of him on very little, so I'll give it a fair shake. And I saw the trailer, and I I thought the trailer did the job. It. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It did the job. It was it was fine. It was good, I guess. But I'm not so easily sold on a trailer because I thought the it trailer did the job too and that movie turned to be a pile i mean it's just i'm still having reservations for it but i'll give it a fair shake i thought that movie was okay now it's a pile to you it i've always thought it was not very good oh fuck yeah, you. you did you did say it was overrated i don't, I thought it was uh really good i liked it uh, you liked it i from yeah you know, you know we, that we talked about it i think right? i know when i did when we did our review i just at the time and I, I guess it's probably the same, but I just said, I don't know, I'll give it a five as far as like a five out of ten because it's just there. Yeah. It's just there for me. I'll, I'll never I, – I watched it. That was the second time I watched it, and it didn't get better. In fact, I never want to watch it again. That's funny because uh, we, we did the – we watched him in the theater, and I was like, yeah, I was in the middle of the road with it. And then you talked me into liking it more. I remember that. Oh, I don't. But anyway, I don't think it's very. I just think it's there. I think it's. Oh, you go back and listen, you little bitch. <laughs> don't fucking don't don't doubt me. You don't doubt me. The only reason it gets a five and it's not getting lower is because it. I don't want to ignore the things it does do okay. Which the kids, the characters are good. The kids do a good. Jo- it's one of those rare movies where they actually wrote the dialogue for kids well. Um, but the movie surrounding it's got so many problems. The the pacing, the editing, the way the scenes are put together. And they're ordered fucking fucks with me. What, what, what was with that whole like, oh, yeah, after the uh, the theatrical cut comes out <clears throat> on Blu-ray, about like three months later, we're going to put out the extended cut. And then they never do it. They say that all the time. And then they never do it. Why the fuck they lie to us, though? I thought they did. They didn't, I saw it had a release date. Did it not actually come out? What happened? I thought it did come out. No, there's no extended cut. Are you sure? Are you sure? No, I'm just saying that for fun, you fucking autistic bitch. <laughs> you fuck boy. Am I going to have to beat the fuck out of your face with my cock? Bring it, bitch. Is that what, what it's going to have to happen? You fucking 50 pounds and you got, a, you got a big dick now, don't you? You lost all that weight. Come over here. <laughs> oh, you you would love to see my cock. Uh, you you want to uh, suck my cock, don't you? Uh, you, uh, uh, you quirr. You're a quirr. <laughs> don't you don't you miss that like back in the 90s when that was like the worst thing you could call people like yeah you're a quirr bro you're a quirr you look, you stop looking at my dick i know you want to suck it yeah I, I we were all like latently gay and we okay, we well, gave us no fucks about it what kind of locker rooms were you in and I, I, your high school sounds weird man hey uh, you wish you went to my high school you, uh, you would have been getting your cock sucked by men all day you know what? So don't, don't bash my gay cruster. Zach's a few years younger than me, so uh, times must have really changed drastically from my class to your class, and you guys got really gay. Yeah, nobody was listening to shitty fucking Megadeth when I was in school. So, and Josh, you know, he's uh, yet, you know, some years older than me, so I'm sure back in your day, it was the polar opposite of Zach, where it's like, no, everybody's super homophobic. You don't talk about, you know? No, they were homophobic for me, too. Um... 80s were, like we said before, I know we talked about this before, but 80s were just like, we were just throwing around the word fag a lot, but it was like, it wasn't even really, I guess there was some homophobia going on in the 80s. 90s, see, 90s hit a um, a PC level where 
actually homosexuality is becoming a lot more mainstream, and so that kind of went out the window. And I don't think a lot of people cared as much, you know? I mean, you had bands like Nirvana or whatever, where Kurt and fucking Chris were, like, making out on stage and shit. And it kind of made... Oh, that gave me a boner. That gave me fucking hard job. So, no, I don't... I mean, 90s for me were not homophobic at all, especially when I went off to college. I mean, there was gay couples around all over the place. It's probably, like, how old you were, because they were really homophobic for me. I was in, like, grade school, baby. You You gotta look at... One of the biggest celebrities of that era, right? Who was basically a walking homosexual on fire. Polly Shore. He was fucking metro as fuck. Uh, he was fucking gender fluid as all hell. I mean... And he had the hugest cock that just needed to be sucked. I bet. But... This chick right here and her friend, I would, I would, uh, I would pulverize that giantie up. Hey, to elaborate on what you were saying, though, about the, the, the pros to something like Pet Cemetery and R-rated horror being made... It's not just a new generation that's, you know, aside from us and our nostalgic and us being able to separate, you know, things, you know, obviously you said a new generation is getting into horror and that's always a good thing. It's just good for a horror in general because it's just going to mean that more indie films are going to get greenlit, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Anything that brings attention to the genre, I'm, I'm happy for the most part, I'm happy to, uh, to see it come to light, you know what I mean? Some of the projects, we, we may not want them because of whatever our personal hang-ups are, but, you know, mm-hmm. do mark my words, once they uh, once they sell this Friday the 13th feud, which I think they're on the verge of doing, they're going to be making more Friday the 13th movies for sure. I mean, you know. Oh, they're going to go from 1 to 100. It's going to be like Romero, you know, going 20 years without making a dead movie. Then all of a sudden he made three shitty ones, like, in quick society, you know. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to start busting them out. We might finally get that found footage Jason movie that nobody wanted. Just like Romero. Holy shit. I don't don't want that shit. I don't want that shit. Mind blown. Or Jason in the snow. We got to have Jason in the snow. He's got to be in the snow. He's called Jason. We gotta see what he looks like in the snow. That's like the most basic bitch idea for a jail. Well, we haven't seen Jason in the snow before. That'd be great. That's no more basic bitch than uh, Jason in space. Yeah, that's that's true, but <laughs> it, I think they, that's even the fact that it's so basic bitch that he went to space is like almost comical that they had the balls to actually make that movie. Uh, that I almost respect it, you know. But it's like well. What, they're going to reboot it again and it'll just be at Crystal Lake. But if they did want to make a new franchise out of it, uh, yeah, where do they just do it like the original franchise and keep everything at Crystal Lake for about six installments? Or do they do they twist it up again? And do they like, you know, you got to have the lake. You got to have the lake. I think the first thing you got to do if you're going to bring back Jason in any kind of traditional sense is just give us a straight up Friday the 13th slasher with Jason by the lake. And I'm talking about a real lake, not a swamp. Or somewhere where it's cheap to film. I mean, like a lake in New Jersey somewhere. If they could even get the rights to go back to uh, Nobi Bosco and do it, that would be amazing. But They need to set it in the 80s, too. Are we really going to have a third movie simply titled Friday the 13th, though? Exactly, though. Why wouldn't we, though? I don't really care what they title it as long as it's a good movie, you know? We're going to be going our life with all these different movies that they keep wanting to rehash because they don't want to think of new ideas, having to call and differentiate things by the year. Like, oh, yeah, you know, Friday 13th, 2019, you know, Friday 13th, 3033. Honestly, dude, I've already accepted that as an eventual fact of the way the culture is going. I mean, we're becoming the old 
and the new don't care. So essentially, we're going to have to go Halloween or Halloween 78 or Halloween Rob Zombie. You know, it's like it's we're we're already calling the new one H4O or Halloween 40. Yeah, I, I call it H4O. But by the way, I got my tickets. I'm going tomorrow night. Did you guys get tickets yet? No, I'm going to look into it tonight. Uh, I actually don't. I got I got to figure it out. I was either going to go. I can't go tomorrow night. <clears throat> I was going to go Friday immediately after work. Um, but I'm going to look into my tickets tonight. There's a drive-in about 30 minutes from me that's playing the original and the new one. Go to that, back dude. To Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, that's Holy pretty shit. cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I was going to watch the first one myself in preparation probably uh, tomorrow night, but uh, I'm just going to go by myself, honestly, because I want to go at such an early hour. I probably won't be able to find anybody that wants to go with me. Uh, I don't really want to go when it's all fucking hectic. You're not going to find anybody that wants to go with you because you're a fucking soy boy bitch. Don't lie. Hey, guess what? Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> I like to go. I like to go to like big, uh, hyped up movies with a crowd because I like to get. I enjoy like getting the sense of how people are reacting around me. With the, I like to feel the energy of the crowd in the theater watching the movie for the first time. You know, I don't know about. I, I do with comedies because it makes the movie funnier when everybody's laughing and throwing shit. It's funny with horror movies. I don't know if it's so much the same. I don't like because you know, dude. In recent days, it's like you get. Uh, I remember going to see the first two, the first two parent, the, the second Paranormal Activity, and then everybody's kind of overdoing it. You have all these girls and shit like screaming and crying. I'm like, it's not scary. They go in. I, I'm not trying to be a, a cynical bastard and shit on somebody's good time. I get it. People want to go to those movies, especially when they're all hyped up. Like, oh, it's so scary. It's cool to go in and cry. They go and they want to be scared, so they just uh, they they overact it. Yeah, dramatizing. Yeah, it's like the people that uh, that uh, want to be hypnotized. They go on a stage in front of a bunch of people, and uh, oh, it works. I actually, uh, you know, I knew none of the stuff he was saying was true, but at the same time, I just wanted to do it. It's like, yeah, because people were watching you. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You're, yeah, exactly. You're just kind of reiterating what I already said as far as... Oh, I, yeah, shut my, up, cuck boy. Hey, fuck you for a second. <laughs> Listen. But it, it annoys me. It annoys me. It really does. So, I, on one hand, I don't want to shit on your good time. I get it. It's all in good fun. But at the same time, I also don't want to be annoyed, so I tend to stay away from it, personally. I don't know if he's talking to me now or to the hypothetical uh, people in the theater. But either way, he's a fucking soy boy bitch. I, I guess I just, I don't know. I live in a, a pretty decent area where, like, the crowds that go to my theater are all pretty respectful. And there's a lot of older people. I mean, there's kids, too. But, I mean, for the most part, I've never had a bad movie-going experience Ooh. in terms of, like, the crowd being obnoxious or distracting me. I mean, the occasional phone coming on or... You know, somebody like rustling around with a fucking bag of gummy bears or some shit next to me that pisses me off. But it's never like the crowd like going crazy, like acting like, you know, I'm undecided. I'm undecided. I'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, if I get a wild hair and I got a buddy that wants to go, I'll go because I do. I have a buddy here that I go to all horror movies with. And but he's more of a 7 p.m., 8 p.m. type of person. I'll gauge it. I'll see what's going on, but I wanted to say really quick, the worst audience actually I've ever been to a movie theater with was actually an old crowd. I went and saw that that Spielberg movie, Lincoln, on a Sunday matinee. Oh, God. Dude, it was nothing but blue hairs. I went to go see it uh, because I was doing a paper. I was still in college at the time, and I was doing a paper, 
Uh, and I was I was using the movie or whatever as a source, and because I, I was it was allowed. Anyway, regardless, dude, fucking, it, I'll give it that. People weren't talking and they didn't have cell phones out, but it was a lot of smacking, like old man, old woman smacking on their fucking popcorn, and then a, <laughs> a lot of that. And then there was a point in the fucking movie where one poor old man got up, and it's one of those theaters where you you pretty much had to. No, no, I don't think you had to, but he, he had to go to the restroom or something, and he walks down the stairs, and he's just me- wandering in front of the screen. He doesn't know where to go. He's lost, and he's fucking down there for, I swear, five minutes. Oh, oh, where's he going to go? And everybody's distracted by this guy in front of the screen, and then he he finds what he thinks the door, but it's the exit door in the theater. <laughs> then he goes out there, and we're all like, and he opens the door and lets the sunlight in. And he's like, oh, that's not it. I'm like, you fucker, sit down. And I, I don't know. I think somebody eventually got up and helped him to the obvious fucking exit of the theater. See, you're lucky I wasn't there. I would have said, sit the fuck down, retard. I would have pissed everybody off. <laughs> the only thing that would have made it better is if his pants fell down and a cummerbund flew up like Grandpa Simpson, you know? Like, what do you say? This moment couldn't get any more humiliating and his pants fall down. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was. I felt bad for the guy. But anyway, annoying crowd. Very annoying crowd. I, I feel uh, fucking excited for him. That's probably the most excitement he's had uh, that whole fucking month. It's pretty funny, though. He's an old fuck. He probably uh, doesn't do shit. But anyway, I was going to say, uh, back at, I remember a long time ago, me and my friend Derek were watching a movie. I think it was Derek. It might have been my friend Jared. Uh, we were watching this movie, and there was this guy, and fucking, uh, he, like, he didn't have a, a cell phone, but it was like a video game. And it was pissing him the fuck off. And uh, he's like, dude, if that motherfucker doesn't put down that video game, I'm going to fucking, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go dump my fucking drink on his face. And he did it. And the guy, the guy didn't do anything. He didn't turn around or anything. He just sat there and took it. Like, uh, he knew. He knew he fucked up. He knew. Like a soy, like a beta boy. <laughs> soy boy bitch. Yeah, he was, he was probably Aaron, really. He was probably fucking Aaron. He was probably visiting. And uh, there he was. And I, we could have met all them years ago. Sorry, Aaron. I don't mean to encourage Zach's abuse of you. <laughs> Oh, that was perfect. Josh James, he's conspiring. He's conspiring with me, and it's awesome. I just took a drink while I was talking, and I almost fucking choked. Don't lie. You were choking on my big girthy cock. You know it. Exactly. Everybody knows it. And Aaron's cutting out. He started talking and then stopped. I know. He always does, man. His internet connection sucks ass. I think he's in denial about it. Hey, listen. It's not me. It's it's. You're the only one, dude. You're the only one. Every time we do one of these things, you're the only one. No, dude. It is when you come on. It's when we have a third. That's it. It's all Josh James's fault. Yeah, it's my fault. The Illuminati are, are behind Josh James. It is. No, dude. It's not me. I swear. Dude, my internet is fucking on fire. It's good. I swear. I, 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 Your internet is beta. You got soy boy internet. Well, I'm on internet with you two, and I don't have any problems over here, and Zach doesn't have any problems with two people on Skype <laughs> recording, so... Not, hmm. uh, not, no, dude, you couldn't hear me, too. It's not me. But we could hear each other. All I'm going to say is... It's that Dollar General internet. 
All I'm gonna say, <laughs> all I'm gonna say is Zach. I heard Zach say, uh, you know, my buddy Jared. He poured a drink on some fucking guy's face and or head, and he didn't do anything. And then I cut out right because your computer sucks. Listen, you, listen, you couldn't and, hear me. Hey, fuck you! And you cut out, <laughs> and then it came back like 20 seconds later, and all I heard was I gr- uh, cock in your mouth or something, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, but you know what's funny is Josh James heard my whole story. What's that say? That's what I thought, beta bitch. That's what I thought. Now why don't you shut the fuck up? And uh, why, why you're down there? Uh, suck on this dick. <laughs> in, in reality, maybe it's my problem, but I can honestly say I do have great internet. So if it is my problem, it's fucked up because I pay for good internet. And I have, I mean, I think my internet speed is better than yours, Zach. Like, we've already been over this. Well, that's that's what's so great about, you know, net neutrality uh, not ha- existing anymore. Uh, greatness. So, uh, now why don't you stop fucking naysaying me? Because uh, I said your internet sucks, and it does, because I said so. What I say goes. I don't know if you'd notice, but I- I'm kind of uh, a big deal around here, around these parts. I'm trying to piss them off, and it, I, I can't tell if I am. See, that this is when fucking uh, video commentaries will come in handy. I'll be able to see his face getting red, and then I'll know when to push and <laughs> prod and when to back off. I'm looking forward to that live stream, man. That's going to be fucking... I don't get mad because I know Zach's game. He's just a living troll. But I will say, once again, it's really starting to consume you because your your troll level is all the time now, and it's on... It's cranked to a hundred, and it's it's obvious. So I don't get upset about it or anything. I won't let you get me, but it is, dude. You try really hard now, really hard. Uh, well, I know is that I don't uh, take anybody's opinions unless I first fornicate with them. So you should stop talking <laughs> unless you you wanna you know. Am I gonna have to de-escalate this situation so there's not another Mac and, his, <laughs> Mac and Zach situation going on here? No. <laughs> That's what it should be referred to. Hashtag the Mac and Zach situation. No. See, see, Aaron got mad that time. He left. I did. I could tell Aaron's getting mad when I tee up a fucking uh, um, a promo for him, and he totally misses it because he's just too he's too zeroed in on combating you. <laughs> Oh, did did I miss one you teed up? I didn't even know. I was teeing up the live stream for you, and you just totally you're like you, you ran over it to to get to Zach because you're so focused look, on that. Look, <laughs> normally the most important thing to me in the world is self promotion. I get it, but I think in this case, there's one thing that usually goes over that, and that's preserving my alpha dominance in this relationship. <laughs> you know, because oh, you know, you know, you're not the alpha baby. I am the rooster. I am the rooster and Zach is the hen. I do the fucking. You're the fucking table. You know your place. (laughs) (laughs) James Hetfield fan. We know. We know what you aspire to be. (laughs) No, man. uh, You know, I I am the alpha dog here. Let's not forget that. I'm the omega dog. I alpha you. I'm the omega. And we all know this. But anyway, this movie, there's divine on the fridge. I don't know why, because uh, that was on New Line Cinema. Uh, this isn't a New Line Cinema movie. Uh, I don't know. I guess just because he wants to fuck out uh, Divine. I think that was a director's little nod to probably the some films that probably inspired him or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure John Waters appreciates being nodded in the fucking in this movie. <laughs> I actually want to go back and watch a lot of those old. Uh, 
John Waters movies like Flamingo, Pink Flamingo, and all that shit, you know? We should do a commentary. I'm down, baby. Yeah, I'd like to go back. Because I, I, the last time I really watched a lot of those movies was, like, back in the 90s when I was in college. And uh, I just remember being, like, um, imp- impressed by their creativity, but being just, like... They're fucking you know. trauma movies before trauma movies. Exactly. But I was just, like, you know confused by them because that was like really shocking stuff back then but it'd be funny to go back and watch them now you know yeah i remember no finding that stuff and be like a world i live in a world where this exists i thought the world sucked until now it's, it's kind of better now i've still been meaning to watch pecker has anybody ever seen that with uh, the oh, yeah. young yeah yeah that's that's nothing like pink flamingos that's more mainstream i know but it, but it's a john waters movie i know i i, I don't care to watch pink flamingos or anything i've never seen it i don't want to i don't want to watch any weird shit oh you beta he sort of simmered down as he got a little bit more quote-unquote mainstream and a little bit more recognition recognition mm-hmm. he kind of made a little bit softer types of movies I, people still got pissed off i mean people were pissed off that uh there was fucking uh what was it they were pissed off about in pecker Oh, it's fucking, uh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot what they were pissed off about. Is it still streaming? It was streaming on Prime or something for a while. I don't know. I regret not I'm to. I'm surprised you haven't watched it since you want to fuck uh, Edward Furlong so hard. True story. But, yeah, I just didn't get around to it. Oh, I, you know, speaking of which, did you send me that video, Josh, where it had the furlong at going to be at a con? And who was he with in that video? Yeah, somebody else had posted that on Facebook, and I saw that. I was like, oh, man, I got to forward this to Aaron because uh, it's the most recent, like, like piece of video of uh, Eddie Furlong that I think we've seen in quite a while. Who else was he with? I don't even remember. <laughs> Um, oh, fuck somebody that's always at cons, I think, right? Somebody that was pretty. Yeah, I it was uh, Bam. It was Bam Majera. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, Bam Majera. See, he's such a has been. We forgot who he was five minutes since we saw the video. You know, what's funny though is all I could think of was well, Eddie Furlong didn't look horrible there, right? He looked yes, especially standing next to Bam Margera. Yeah, but anyway, even if he's still like a little out of shape or whatever, he still looks like a giant fucking ten year old, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got he's forever got this. Even if his face looks stretched out, his face looks like the haunted mask too. That's what it looks like when he's really out of shape. But he still looks like a fucking ten year old. I could never take him seriously with a beard. His voice never got any deeper past T two hardly. Right? It's like what the fuck. But I'd love to see him at a con, that's for sure. I still wouldn't pay him for anything because I'm against uh, that. I'd probably suck his dick. I'm sure you would. Yeah. Bam would not be... I don't have any desire to meet fucking Bam Argera. I would suck his dick, too. He's starting to look like his Uncle Phil or whatever his name was. Don Vito. Yeah, he's pretty He's pretty fucking fat. I'm just joking. He's not that fat. Was it uh, the, the second Jackass movie where he did the strongman gold dildo in the ass? Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, those movies were entertaining. I don't know why they uh, don't bring them back. They they should. I wonder what's keeping them from doing it, honestly. Is it because is it the whole death of uh, Ryan Dunn? Because you'd think that's an easy payday for them. And Johnny Knoxville. He made that one movie with a couple of the, that was like a mix when it came out. It, it bombed. It came out some months ago, and it was like the uh, hybrid. It was like scripted, but not scripted, you know? I think it, I, I bet I bet you anything it's uh, Johnny Knoxville holding it up because he's probably, you know, they did three of those movies and they were a lot of fun, but you know you gotta have some time in between. He's probably trying to do some other things or something, you know. Like, well, the the gap has been really long. Plus, those guys are getting old too. Don't forget that, man. I mean, 
you know, they they probably got aches and pains out the ass. You know? They got the arthritis. But Johnny Knoxville did the one he did this year, right? That he's just as old. I can't think. Of- oh, at Action Park or Action Park? Yeah, yeah. It was like a hybrid where it was. Yeah, but that's a movie, dude. That's not him actually getting punished. You know what I mean? No, it is. No, no. So it was scripted, but the stunts were all done. It, oh. it was a hybrid. I I didn't even notice stunts in it. I don't. Know. I just watched the trailers. I didn't see it. I never even saw it. You guys did didn't you watch see it? it? I didn't see you it. Watched it, Zach. I, I I don't remember it looking like it had a bunch of stunts in it. I just remember it looking like a hidden camera, like goofy thing. Maybe I'm wrong. See, that's the thing, dude. It's like we don't even really know. I mean, he just came out with that movie. We don't even really know a whole lot about it. We saw the trailer. Hey, I don't think there's a generation of people interested in that stuff right now. I mean, not even the people that were grew up with that. The, the jackass stuff or we're just kind of it's like it's the the cat's out of the bag we all know exactly what it is and it's like uh, you need to give it some time or they need to find a new audience you know the cat was out of the bag when uh what was it bad grandpa or dirty grandpa what, what was it called that came out i can't bad remember grandpa and that was a huge hit for him and that wasn't that long ago which makes me wonder is is his career down for the count, or is this one movie not going to hurt him, and he could easily come back with something? Because I always, I kind of feel like that bad grandpa movie is more of a hidden camera movie than it is Jackass, though. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. But still, it's it's still his shtick, right? I mean, can anybody take Johnny Knoxville that seriously when he's not doing some kind of like uh, made up uh, prank type fucking theme of a movie? He does other movies, isn't he? In, I watched this shitty direct to video like Jackie Chan buddy comedy with him. I couldn't make it through it. It was I fell asleep. He was in Arnold's uh, comeback movie. Yeah, that was quite a while ago at this point. But uh, and he wasn't the strong part of that movie. Uh, it was Forrest Whitaker was in that too. Fuck me, full circle. Uh, he's in everything. But uh, what the fuck was he in? I a guilty pleasure, man. I think the Ringer's hilarious. He can do it. He can make a movie that's not based off hidden camera shit. Oh, you're so you're you're such an asshole. You you think it's funny to laugh at retarded people in movies. I think that movie's hilarious. And you know what? I, I think it's also really funny. They you know, they they mix the cast up with people with real special needs. And then but what kills me is the actors that are playing the mentally retarded people that aren't really mentally challenged and how over how overdone it is. Like, it's really just, oh, my God. Like, it's worse than you could ever pull out of your ass, Zach. But it's hilarious. I, I did write that movie. Don't fucking uh, lie to them. But it's funny, though. That's my first credit. I don't think I ever saw that one. Dude, it's so funny. Even though... There was a big uh, hoo-ha because uh, the fucking South Park episode where Cartman pretends to have... Uh, where he pretends to be retarded to enter the Special Olympics came out, and then like that movie was coming out, like I don't know, a year later. And, or no, it was coming out around the same time, and then people were like, you stole that from South Park! And it's like, no, they just they came up with it around the same time because that movie had to have been made like a year ago. But... It was shitty because fucking uh, the fucking uh, ringer team were like, no, they stole it from us. And then uh, they were just like, no, don't play that. Fuck you. This guy's uh, death is actually better than the producer's cut. The South Park episodes, they're pretty much all done in a week, you know, so it wasn't pre-planned, whereas I'm sure the ringer was already a thing, you know, even a year out. So... Oh, what do you think? They read his script. You think they read his script? They got the dibs on the fucking uh, on uh, Johnny Knoxville. 
I like the head explosion better in the uh, producer's cut, by the way. I just want to point that out. It doesn't explode in the producer's cut. It only explodes in this version. Oh, see? Okay, that's why I get confused, because uh, that's why I'm saying there needs to be a fan cut with all the good shit put together in one movie. Yeah, what's different about the producer's cut death? The foam doesn't come out of his mouth. He just kind of like, okay. he shakes and then he dies. Like, there's there's no effect to it. Gotcha. I just wanted to talk about the movie you were watching for like one second. Cause <laughs> it's funny, though, because I remember back before the movie was like, the producer's cut was released officially. People were like, oh, fuck. People basically acted like the fucking producer's cut cured cancer. Like, oh, it made it made such a shitty movie so much better. It made a citizen Kane, baby. But it's like, no, it just it, no. Not at all. But they were like, they were basically just sucking his dick on every level. They're like, oh yeah, this, uh, the Bruce cut doesn't have his fucking head explode. That's fucking stupid. It's like, no, it's not. It's fucking entertaining. Something actually happened in the fucking theatrical cut. You don't like that something happened. Fuck you. As I said, like in our commentary last year we did for P-Cut, me and me and Matt and uh, Eric, there's good things about both cuts that they, you know, we just need to fuse them together. But if I had to pick one, I think I'd probably go, I don't know. The first half of the theatrical actually is, I think really good. And then the second half of the P cut is really good. So I don't know. Really good. I think you're being a little loose with those compliments, but well, the weird things they added on the theatrical cut, they added a bunch of like jump cuts for some reason, like of just flashes of later in the movie. Like, why'd they do that? That was a bad idea. Although I said in like when we did this or a version of this movie, I said that I liked all the shit that's in daylight for some reason is really good. And then when nighttime comes around, is when the movie shits the bed. It just stops. It has a totally different tone. Oh, and this version. He doesn't get in the wrong car. He gets in, presumably, what's his car. Mm-hmm. And then uh, fucking Michael's in the back seat. How did Michael know which car was his car? Uh, I don't know. That's a plot hole in this version. They were going to get fucking Howard Stern to be in this movie, and then they got this slack-jawed yokel in this, like, as his replacement. Yeah, Howard Stern refused to do it. Yeah, of course. They approached him. Oh, God. Imagine if we had to look at Howard Stern's ugly fucking mug in this scene. Oh, it'd be hideous. Why do they think Howard Stern was fucking riding at his highest peak when this movie is coming out? Why do they think he would do this? Why wouldn't he? Well, why wouldn't they ask him at least, you know? He would have been a huge draw for this movie because of the times, you know? I would have done it. Yeah, give me that fucking check. I get to be in a Michael movie, and I get to be killed by him. Cool. That'd be interesting. To, is there any like sound bites of him talking about being offered this role or anything? Um, no, but you could find plenty of him uh, getting a buddy to stick something in his dick or something. <laughs> Not anymore, that's for sure. So yeah, he thought he thought that was uh he's like, you know, I I don't do that. I'm an artiste. I uh I record the voices of people putting shit in their floppy uh cock skin. Dude, not these days, dude. Howard's weak, man. Yeah, I was going to say he's got the kid gloves on now. He's almost as beta as Aaron now. He became an old <laughs> he, be, he became an old man. He's like Larry King. He wants to be Larry King or something and I don't understand it. It's just. Did you see that uh, co- uh, comedians in cars getting coffee with him? No, I didn't see that one. 
Oh man, it's brutal. It's just like he's so because he steps out of like being he's out of his comfort zone, which is a studio. You know what I mean? So he, mm-hmm. it's just like oh man. Did he finally come clean and admit that he was Joey Ramone all along? <laughs> he's a fart man. They were gonna make the fart the fart man movie. That was like a thing for a while, and it just never actually got off you know that's too bad i would have loved to see the fart man actually i think what happened was uh they asked him if he wanted to be in this movie and he said no i got uh a real fucking movie i'm gonna be in which one i'm anticipating getting an oscar for fart man <laughs> he, he he said no to this but wanted to do fart man i'm pretty sure this is around the same time as fucking private parts so i'm pretty sure he was doing that I and mean, private parts is actually a pretty good movie that's a good movie man i can rewatch that one. it's a fucking rant this part's different private parts is a good movie it's just a uh, part of me's like it's not as good as it could have been even though it's really good as it is because uh, howard stern and the movie was pretty light for it being about the shock jock you know the shock jock right yeah that was tame shit it was pretty tame. No, you know what, though? I think that was good, though, because I think he needed that at the time to show that he was just like a normal person, you know, because he was gets a lot of hatred, you know? No, he needed to make Freddy Got Fingered of his time. We needed to see him jack off a cow in the first 20 minutes. Even though he said, though, in uh, on his show since then that when they did that movie, it was very schlocked up as far as the romance, him and his wife, and the whole happy ending with him being a family man. He's like, all that was shit they, I, we had to do. Yeah, like, how are we supposed to believe he would get a chick that hot? Yeah, his, his real life wasn't attractive. His, Allison, at the time. whatever her name was. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it was all very much Hollywoodized. And- well, it's a fucking movie. What would they do if they made a movie of your fucking life, you know? Yeah, I would have uh, I would have casted like a black dude with a huge cock to play me. <laughs> I would have cast uh, the hottest chick I could have found to play uh, my wife. Look, she got little tits, but I still fuck them. They got they're uh, I like the titties. I like all titties. What's wrong with that guy's earlobes? They were huge. I know. I noticed that too. I was just thinking about that. His Adam's apple was fucking uh, amazing. I would fuck it. I have to admit, you know, from this side of, if you're listening to this commentary right now, it's a really interesting exercise. I try to navigate one of these commentaries with these two dudes, man. From my perspective, like, you have no idea. Is it me or is it Zach? Cause no, I- it's like, you're, it, it's both of you together. You have the most, you're so different. It's it's like a, you're, walk, you're running back and it's like you're playing a basketball game in high school, you know? I'm like a fine wine that just ages better the, the longer I talk. He's like autism personified. No, Zach is like, Zach is meth that is slowly wearing me down. And my teeth are rotting out. Oh, listen to Aaron. He's fucking lobbing the autism grenades at me again. Why do you always got to do that to me? <laughs> it's so funny. But you say that as a third, but like this is what I deal with when it's just us two because we're just both fighting for the fucking crown here. I don't know. Yeah, f- but you don't have to think of, I mean, you're not thinking about what it's like from my perspective at being in the middle. I, it's like, you know, like you're in a, a high school basketball game running back and forth, uh, you know, from one side of the court to the other. Uh, I mean, I'm not complaining. I enjoy it. It's just, uh, it's an interesting experience, you know. A funny thing to say real quick, that that scene where that guy gets his throat slit. As a kid watching the VHS, like, you couldn't see the throat cut, like, effect so good. So I always thought he died because Michael Myers cut his armpit. 
as a kid. That's what it still looks like. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, you could die from somebody cutting your armpit? That's crazy. I better uh, never put like uh, my homework in my armpits again. I might get a paper cut and die. <laughs> Go, hey, you know, your, your analogy about the whole basketball court thing does make sense because... We do have to be on opposite sides of the court because if I sit there and took the bait and elaborate on everything Zach said, it would, this would be nothing but a stroke-off session talking about sucking dicks, right? He says something shocking, and my thing is I just kind of ignore it and say something else. <laughs> I, I shoot the nut up in the air. I alley-oop it, trying to get it to his mouth, and he just fucking moves his head like I don't even want it. Like I set up these great jokes for him, and he just fucking drops the ball. Like where does this shit come from, Josh? Like that, right there. Ollie Oopin fucking cum loads yeah. in the air. I don't fucking know. See, and he's breaking character. I Somehow it, it it hangs together real well. It works, but uh, it's just interesting to be thrown into the mix and just kind of be in the blender of the, of the commentary and be like, We take you out of the frying pan and into the fucking fire pan. <laughs> and it works perfect. See... You said blender, and I thought that was going to trigger Zach to do something with, like, cum and a milkshake and a cocktail and something gross, and he didn't go there. He surprised me, so. I don't know where you would even get that from. That wouldn't even cross my mind. I don't know. He said blender, and I, it just it sounds like a gay thing. It sounds like a threesome. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think like you, and sometimes I try too hard, uh, but, you know, I don't want to go there anyway. We'll take it. What do you mean? Why do I think you would go there? You just talked about shooting a cum load in the air, ollie-ooping it, and me fucking catching it with my fucking tongue out like a grape. And and me, I have the audacity to think you would go somewhere weird like that. All right. I just, it's, it's interesting. It's like, as, uh, as um, Zach's been ratcheting up this character, it's been creating this, like, more and more, like, different sort of uh, energy in the show. <laughs> it's like... It's fun. It's like it's a balloon that's gonna burst eventually, I think. But uh, you know, to, into what? I don't know. It'll, it's maybe it's a, a rose that's gonna blossom into something else. But imagine how weird it is for people to go back and listen to old episodes where I'm Zach Mark Two or Mark Three. I kind of, I kind of can't. Well, no, I like to think you're Mark Three right now. Uh, well, no, hold on. Let me think of it. Mark one, technically, if you want to be real specific, is the first time Zach ever called in on our Halloween special fucking years and years ago where he was shy. Josh, have you ever listened to that? Which one is that? Which Halloween show? It was a Halloween special back when it was Lush and Riverman and me. And it was I think it was the one year anniversary or maybe I don't remember. You got to send me the link to that, man, because I, I don't think I, it was years ago. If I had found that show, I would have listened to it, you know? It was like 2011 or 2012 Halloween and uh, 2011, I think. And Zach calls in because he was our, you know, he was a, li- a loyal listener and he calls in and he can't fucking say anything. He's just like, I guess whatever. He was so shy. It was painful. Like, well, I was cringing on the other end of the mic and it was so funny. You guys created a monster, man. <clears throat> oh, we did. We fucking you owe me, Zach. You owe me everything. You're the reason why you're so fucking outlandish now. I created this monster. And then Mark II was whenever uh, I came on officially and did the uh, the very first uh, retro rampage where I, I said like three words of the whole uh, podcast. Okay. The, the original episode I listened to personally that hooked me on you guys was, I think the, it, it wasn't the first one I ever listened to, but I think it was like the second or third was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Where it was Aaron that told the diarrhea story. That's the one that hooked me. 
But uh, <laughs> but Zach, I mean, when I go back and listen to that now, you were so dialed down. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were definitely more of like the Ed McMahon of the show. You, you know, you weren't like the. I never would have told the story about my friend fucking his sister back then. Mm-mm. So. It, what would that so Zach? Would you consider a Nightmare Two to be Mark Three, Zach, or what would you consider that? That I would still say that's Mark One. I was still talking normal as my normal voice. Like, okay, fine. If you're Mark, let's say you're Mark Four right now. I, I I'm looking forward to the day that you kind of scale it back to Mark Three, <laughs> because in my personal humble opinion, and I, the thing is, is I think people are going to disagree as far as listeners go. So what the fuck does my opinion matter? Yeah, whatever makes a good podcast, you know? Yeah, me personally, what makes me most comfortable is Mark 3, Zach. Mark 4, Zach is hard to fucking lasso. I'll say I've been enjoying the fuck out of uh, the tension. It's it's palpable, man. <laughs> well, Love it. Because, yeah, and it's funny because this whole, we'll call it Mark 4, Zach, what, this current iteration, this is like a, a very fresh Pokemon evolution you just turned into. This is new. <laughs> you just crossed this uh, fucking Mark 4 line in the past month or two, and... It's slowly becoming this Ren and Stimpy relationship where I'm Ren and I'm just going to fucking start spousal abusing you and slapping you in the face and I'm getting angry, right? <laughs> it's like, and you're this, I don't know. I can't even put any more words onto it though, but it is, it's a different animal. And uh, I'm not saying I, I, I like Mar- Mark II the best, but somewhere in between, like just back a little bit was perfect. I know what it is. You mess whenever I never talked over you. I used to just be quiet and didn't speak until I spoke it to. Now we're both talking more, and uh, we're we're stepping on each other's toes. And you you can't take it. Here's the thing: just the fact that you guys are going through this journey together is just fucking amazing to me. Like, <laughs> so many like fucking uh, podcasters, they never they never grow. It's always the same like monotone shit, you know. Uh, and that's not good podcasting, in my opinion. Personally, well, you have to understand if you guys have been, if anybody out there has been like with us for a long time, uh, you'll you you can see the evolution, like even pre Zach. So let's say, uh, post Lush, right? And it was just me and Riverman back when you were Red Rocket, dude, <laughs> dude, fucking that's way old, but no, fucking Red Rocket days, but even like especially when Lush left and it became a twosome, uh, and then even into like when Corey G's and shit came on. I I had to steer the ship because Riverman's definitely an Egg McMahon, right? He's more of a side. It's just it's just his personality, and I drove the ship. And I'm not saying that I have to be, you know, at least sixty forty and like the dynamic Zach and I have, but fifty fifty's cool. My thing is is you you start towing the line and going. You take it. You're taking the fucking chief majority now. It's like you fight for that sixty seventy percent. And so I feel like I have to try really fucking hard to push you out of the way so we can at least meet in the middle. That's all I want is at least the middle ground. Fucking 50-50, the guy says he's the, apparently the alpha male of the group here. So. Well, well, no, no. I, 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 but 50-50, though. Ideally, no, no. Ideally, <laughs> I've always been the one steering the ship. I've always been. So ideally, I'd like to have majority. You lost control of the ship, bitch. <laughs> The ship is controlling you now. Who's driving who? You don't know. You don't even fucking know. Okay, I'm I'm riding my motorcycle down the street. Then all of a sudden, the 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 front of it turns into your face, like a Need for Speed. Yeah, like Freddy. Or I'm the fucking rock that you hit, thinking, "Oh, you're just gonna ride right over." But I fucking I make your whole fucking shit crash, bitch.
So maybe the ratios were a bit off, but what I'm saying is it used to be pretty streamlined where, okay, the way it was all divvied out, I led, Zach followed, and, uh, you know, call and response, it works very well. And it was more of like a 60-40 type thing. Now, I just have to work really hard to keep it balanced. That's that's all it is. I have to work. It is doable. Like when it, Dude, when it, Here's the thing. Is Here's exactly what's going on with, with you guys. In my opinion, like, it's just... Uh, if you think about all the comedy duos that ever worked in time, there's always like the two things. What are they? The straight ma- the setup and uh, the execution, the, the punchline. Straight man punchline. Yeah, exactly. That's what you guys got going on, man. And that's yeah. not that's not an easy thing to just, you know, I probably I probably shouldn't pull the, the curtain back too much. But, you know, that's kind of what you guys got going on, you know? No, that's I don't give a shit about transparency. No, no. So. That's always what it's been. Even if you go back to, um, let's say, let's say the first time you ever came on and guested when I think we did. Fuck, I can never remember. Was it Basket Case? Basket okay. Case, yeah. That was a previous Mark Zach. And even then, I was very comfortable being, okay, I'll, I'll set it up. I'll tee it up and Zach will take it home. And even then, though, I still felt like I'm steering the ship. Yeah, I mean, somebody's got to steer the ship, you know? I mean, that makes sense. And that's that's my only critique right now is I like who Zach is. I like his uh, position. I like what he does, even if it's outlandish and annoys. You know, I, I claim it annoys me sometimes. Like, I don't want you talking about f-ing kids. That's honestly, I'd, I'd really <laughs> like to I'd really like to establish that line in the sand. Hey, I never even mentioned that. You brought it up. I just, I talked about it, baby dick. That's not f- kids anyway moving forward hey hey there's an ambulance driving by <laughs> okay right. moving forward though so i have no problem with that i like it i'm very comfortable with that but what is the key to anybody that does the setting up it's leading it's leading and i just feel yeah. like uh my only my only qualm now is Zach, it, it, you're so aggressive. You're like this dog that's been locked in a kennel for a week, and I just went on vacation, and you're just fucking aggressive as fuck. Yeah, you need the the ship to be uh, steered correctly. I say fuck steering the ship. Let it fucking, let chaos take the ship. Let the fucking waves steer the ship, bitch. In my personal opinion, this show has existed for a long time. Before Zach, before we had different, this is the best I don't ever want it to be different. Like, I've already said it a million times. If Zach didn't want to do this tomorrow, if he dropped dead tomorrow, I'd be done. I wouldn't do this anymore. I'd maybe do some other stuff, but I wouldn't do this anymore. Uh, I'd, let, I'd let you come under our show. <laughs> you couldn't continue on. If, if I dropped dead, comedy would be dead, so you couldn't continue the show. Oh! Oh! I would take Aaron onto our show as a pity. <laughs> uh, for a couple shows, but then I, you know, I have to like cut them off and so. But like I've said, that should be some high praise for you because I think we finally found the Ozzy Osbourne Randy Rhodes fucking duo thing. It works. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you guys are like you're in a handshake. You're not. There's not one above the other. You know what I mean? Like everybody has their talents, and and you guys display them. You know. And so I wouldn't want to like move forward with this without you. So that's a good thing. Whereas obviously Corey G's a fucking bomb. You know, Lush is a fucking idiot. And we're going to keep moving forward, right? And, but now we're settled into something where it's like, look, this is it. This is what I've been working towards and I'm very happy with it. With that said, it has existed for a while. And I do feel whenever I go on Mac and Zach, right? I, I know my play. I know what Mac and Zach is. I don't talk over you. I I am the I am the third guy. 
and you guys steer, and I kind of let the madness happen, and I chime in. Fuck, even on Mac and Zach, man, I realize I'm dealing with two Zacks on steroids, and I I know what I'm getting myself into, and I'm like, all right, they're going to be hardcore, they're going to make me a punching bag, and they're going to have fun. And I, no, but I'm saying, and I'm like, I I get it, that's the shtick, and I'm totally that catalyst for that. I understand it. But that's kind of started to move on to this show. You don't stick up for yourself. You're such a beta. Such a beta. <laughs> no, on Mac and Zach, listen to me, you motherfucker. On Mac and Zach, listen, I just said, Mac and Zach, I know what it's about, though, right? I get it. So I go into Mac and Zach knowing what my role is on that, and it, it elevates the comedy. I know. I thought it'd be funny if I just put made a dig at you, even whenever you were correct in your assumption. It works on Mac and Zach. If I tried to fucking go toe-to-toe with Mac and Zach at the same time... Honestly, if I ever did a Mac and Zach, I don't know what I would do. I'd probably just smoke a joint and laugh or something. You know? I'm like, You know what? When it's, you, that, you, it's all you can do. <laughs> but what, Zach? If we ever release that uh, Halloween 5, you'll get to hear Aaron going toe-to-toe with uh, Mac and Zach. Yeah, I, ex- I, I did. So we got to hype that shit up, baby, because it'll happen. 2027, it'll come out. But but that's not the dynamic. See, that's it's it works for Mac and Zach. It's like I know my place on Mac and Zach, and I'm not even going to try and compete with two fucking Zachs coming from the left and the right. Now, I think at that time, at during that aborted Halloween 5 mess, I got a little frustrated because I was starting to see a blurred line. Like, holy shit. Like, which show is this? Because I do take a lot of... Pro- I know, I, re- I really was. Because it felt like I did the intro like normal, and then fuck, it's gone. It's gone. And it's funny because you might think it's because, well, Mac was there too. No, the kicker is, is Mac was actually pretty tame. It was Zach. It's because Mac's presence, right? And Zach started fucking going for the jugular on anyone and everything. And he was fucking on. And I'm like, what the fuck am I on right now? You're making this sound so much better than it probably is. Now you're making me like super like excited to do a Mac and Zach because I want to see how like <laughs> how I fit into the equation. Well, no, because if you do that, Zach will fucking be tame. He'll go back to Mark Two just to spite me on that show. I don't think I don't I, I, at this point. I don't think Zach would fucking. Uh, Zach doesn't give a shit what I think. Oh, case in point, the last time we did a deep end, Zach has slipped the troll in. He's becoming the character. And it's like, so next time we do a deep end, like, maybe go to Zach Mark Mark 3. Just please. Because... Yeah, I probably, I probably can't go this full autism on there. The next topic's going to be very serious. And if you make... Because if we start talking about a serious topic and you start going full autistic, as you just put it, I'm going to be a little offended. Like, dude, you're ruining this commentary, what we're talking about. If I was doing, like, a, you know, like a deep end thing, like you do, you know, like, where you're trying to actually talk about things and... And um, it went into, um, you know, more of a, a Zach mode. I would be uh, understandably upset because it's like, oh, we're trying to do something here, you know? Like, mm-hmm. because we do these commentaries that are like free form. It's just, we kind of just let whatever. Yeah. Thinking about flow. But if you have an agenda to talk about something, I can understand how that'd be obstructive for him to do that. You know what I mean? So. But no, it, it, the, the my only friendly constructive criticism i guess on that note would be maybe zach you just you've created something great and you're having a hard time getting used to it you're like the x-men you're like uh, charles i'm charles xavier i'm seeking you out as a young mutant that is uh not they don't understand their powers yet you can't control your powers 
You've got a great gift. I need to learn to hone my autism in more productive ways. You need to harness it. I think uh, I think Zach knows exactly what he's doing. With a great autism comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on your tombstone. But... <laughs> no, but... But what I mean is, I think I think I wish you would learn to compartmentalize, like leave a little bit for Matt, because it, it, all it does is hurt Mac and Zach as well. I think Mac and Zach is special. I used to love listening to Mac and Zach because I got a different flavor, man. I go and listen. I still love it. How do you know? What if we? What if I just got to bump it up to fucking eighty now from eleven? I think you're gonna have a fucking heart heart attack, dude. I don't think you could go any faster. Yeah, I think you've just. Um, I think you incited. Your worst nightmare, which is where Mac point was it, Mark five, Zach. <laughs> Zach Zach Zach's already at the level where you when you hear him going his little tangents and he starts <laughs> hyperventilating and his breathing because he's going so fucking fast. I don't think his heart can take it. You know, I mean, you're lucky you're getting in such good shape, man, because maybe you can last it a little bit. A little. Jesus Christ, I'm going to have a fucking... Uh, epilepsy. The fucking strobe light effect's killing me. Seizure, man. It's the epilepsy edition version. Strobe lights are so fucking cheap, dude. They're the cheapest fucking... Uh, I don't know. I always remember this scene, though. And this scene. I This is the part of the movie that I fucking hate. I hate all this shit. I don't know. I... I, I if I had to put it up against the producer's cut, I don't know. There's there's a part of me that wants a fucking in-between where the, the producer's cut and this is mixed together, too. Tones all off. It just doesn't feel connected to the rest of the movie at all. It's just mm. rushed and, like, crappy and just... But in a weird way, it's still the best part of the movie. I mean... I don't think so. Hell no. Look at the lighting. It's fucking garbage, dude. It's the lighting in a fucking Halloween movie. Yeah, it's Argento, baby. They went Argento. No. It's too deep, you know? Something to look at. I'm... Look at that bullshit. Oh, you used to just play a hating. Now we're now, we went from uh, red and blue to orange now. Yeah, they got fucking Argento to do the reshoots, I told you. Now we're in uh, regular cool tones, and it's just, uh, I don't know. It doesn't flow together at all. It's just really hodgepodge, thrown together shit. It's consistently inconsistent. See, you you would know that if you uh, if you embraced your inner autism like I do. Well, I don't. So that's that's all you. Your inner autism. You can you can embrace that shit all you want. I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> embrace your inner uh, demons, your inner autism, dude. You're gonna get gobsmacked, dude. One of these days, you gotta be careful. It's gonna happen, man. You're the worst thing in the world that you. The last thing you'd want to happen is gonna happen to you. Not only are you gonna have kids, God's gonna give you like an octo mom. You're gonna have eight little Zacks, and they're all gonna have autism. You're gonna be like, man, I fucking, I, I did wrong. I, I, I. Let me ask the audience a question: Is Mac and Zach, or not Mac and Zach? Sorry. There you go. I'm in drinking. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> Is Aaron and Zach going to pull a fucking Opie and Anthony and fucking end up hating each other at some point? Because this shit's going to escalate to the point where, like, uh, you know. I'm going to call him a beta too many times and he's going to finally snap. Like, I, you know, it was funny at first, but now you're doing it too much. See, that's why it's really important for us all to hang out so we can, you know, smooth, smooth out those ragged what? edges a little bit, you know? 
no, 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 I'll never, uh, I'll never get like that. But it, my, my thing is, like I said, I'll just kind of like put the nail in here. I, compartmentalization man like I, I like i said i go on mac and zach and i show utmost respect and i know that i know the structure i wish we would sort of just respect a little bit more of the structure here a little bit like and you know what it's like when i okay this is a little bit of a behind the scenes for the h5 and i think this is what pissed mac off i said something to him is it was kind of like a know your role shut your mouth jabroni the rock comment right where I was making those comparisons and he, he took offense at it. Like, uh, oh, what, so what, now I can't say anything. And he's like, well, like the last time I was on the show or whatever, when it was, uh, fuck, was it, uh, us three and Riverman or was it, yeah, cause, yeah, that was, that's what it was, four of us. And I was like, I was like, yeah, bro, because you were a guest on this show. Of course you're not, I'm not gonna let you fucking run wild like Hulkamania on that show. I think he was trolling when he acted offended by that. I don't know. I don't know. But regard, <laughs> regard. That's the thing, though. I'm not gonna run wild Hulkamania when I go on your show. It's it's Mac and Zach, right? So you should. No, no. No, I think Zach's right. I actually have to side with Zach on this one, Aaron. It's like I, the whole point of Mac and Zach is like the chaos of just enjoying living in the moment of it. You regardless, know, regardless, like you, regardless. You're, I think that you're just a little bit control-oriented. That's the problem. You know, you have to, like, let go of that control and just enjoy you, being... You're, you're, you're thinking too much in the box. you got to think outside the box. Hell yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good in my box, so... We want you to fucking rip our show away from us. Even if... <laughs> even if Mac and Zach, everything goes, still, that chaos isn't... I like a more controlled chaos. That's just me. I like something a little bit more controlled chaos. That's an oxymoron, baby. Yeah, I guess it is. You'd know. But anyway, listen, I, I like a little bit more direction. I do. I like the rules. I like the flow. I enjoy it. I don't like getting sidewinded. And all of a sudden on an episode, I just lost everything. Like What the fuck? I couldn't steer. Right. Are you a big fan of Jordan Peterson? I don't know the fuck that is, man. He's he's this guy that talks about uh, how bad uh, chaos is all the time. I don't know. I, I don't give a fuck about that guy, personally, frankly. But I'm saying you got to understand what I'm talking about here. That's all I'm saying is just just uh, we should not try and step on each other's toes. Like, I won't do that on Mac and Zach. Sounds like you want people to step on your toes. I'll know that for the future. But on this show, I don't think it's a good thing. Right. Personally, See, I, would I just guess say, I had to spell it out for you. You couldn't take a fucking hint that I wanted you to step on my toes. I would just say sometimes. Well, on this show, I don't. You guys, calm down, calm down, take a deep <laughs> breath. Sometimes it's nice to be the pinball, and sometimes it's nice to be the flipper. You know what I mean? Just I ain't nobody's fucking flip. Wait, uh, the flipper's where I want to be, right? The flipper just sounds disgusting, but yes, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, if I was gonna hang with Macasack, I would just let them do their thing and just kind of like, you know, be the the fucking pinball man, you know, just enjoy and have a good time, you know. Oh, you would learn to embrace my weaponized autism. As hard as that is, probably. Yeah. Did I not just say that when I go on Mac and Zach, I am the pinball? That's hey. exactly what I said. I just realized that weaponized autism should be a shirt. Man, I know you got a lot of ideas. I hope you're writing them down. Anyway, revival house shirts. We just missed the scene where Michael Myers was bleeding green like Troll Two for some reason. Yeah, let's talk about this ending since we didn't talk about the movie. The rest of the commentary, um, it sucks. 
So back to what we were saying. No, I remember as a kid, I always thought this was like whenever you hear uh, fucking Loomis autistic screeching at the end, I always thought that was uh, Michael autistic screeching. Interesting. See, uh, see all this stuff right here, all this like fucking blue lit fucking neon green yeah. shit fucking in the background. Terrible, terrible shit. It's not fucking Halloween at all. And by the way, I just want to say the reason why I think that. I understand you guys is because I'm a little bit of Aaron and a little bit of Zach. I can understand the chaos. I can understand the, I'm a Virgo, you know, I can understand like the, the need for the control. I can understand. And I love the chaos too. So I don't know. I mean, I, how did you know I was a Virgo? I'm a Virgo. Dude, we've known each other for like two years already, dude. So there you go. No, you're a virgin. Don't fucking lie. Beta. Listen, so I'm a Virgo. That's great. So I guess, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't believe in horoscopes. I just think anybody can look at horoscopes and find uh, applicable things with all of them. I'm a Scorpio. Look, let me, let me say, the reason why I say that is because I've met a lot of Virgos in my lifetime, and they all display a lot of the similar types of traits, which is like, you know, um... A certain need to want to control the world around them. And I'm actually trying to fight that in my life right now. I'm trying to let things just be what they are, you know? Mm -hmm. I do. I like a little bit of order. But, I mean, honestly, Zach is a different animal than, say, Riverman. Riverman was super... I love Riverman. Riverman's got yeah, great. Yeah, he's super chill. Riverman liked that role, and he's a, he's gonna be the first one to say it. Uh, Zach, like I said, he's a little bit more chaotic. And me, he's I've learned to you know, let that fly because there's magic there. But like I said, I, I, my, my thing is, is it consuming too much, like a little bit. Sometimes I, I give Zach plenty of space. I love his stories. I don't want him to ever not do his shtick. Right. But I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I'm always drawn, like drawn between these two worlds of like having a creative vision and wanting to control, like make that vision come to life and having, and you have to have a, uh, a control over that to make it happen. But it's also like this thing where like if you just let things happen naturally, like they kind of almost blossom on their own. And and there's a certain organic sort of beauty to that, like things just kind of happening, you know, does that make sense? Like, Mm -hmm. my Lord, Zach, I think Josh just said that you complete me. We complete each other. We (laughs) are the yin and the yang. We are the alpha and the omega. We are one. We are stationed before they ran together and smashed together into that giant testicle brain and became one entity. Let's join. Exactly. Let's smash. Now you're mocking me, aren't you? No, I'm just kidding. I kind of, I think I kind of <laughs> was on accident, but no, it's true. It's true. We are stationed. We are to, together. No, separate. We're just two ugly fucking alien chuds, but together we're stationed, Zach. Exactly. You got the uh, the station ass. I do have the station ass. My brother told me one time when he saw me naked. But I think I, I think I caused some healing here today. Thank you, thank you, myself. This has been very progressive, and I think you've uh, done a lot <laughs> for the internal healing of of BTM. And I don't think we'll ever finish paying off this debt. This is amazing. I'm very excited. Um, we are station. And you know what? That was a better conversation than anything we would have had actually paying attention to that movie we were just watching. Wait a minute. Is Aaron actually mad at me right now? You're not mad at me, right? No. Okay. This is fun. Whenever Josh gets drunk, he gets really uh he gets really uh, antsy like, uh, what do you mean by that? <laughs> like, you, you... See, I'm trying I'm trying I actually, I'm actually trying to let go of that 
I'm I'm being I'm being a little like sticky here, <laughs> but I, I'm serious too. No, it is true. We compliment each other, and like I said. This whole topic is all about, well, I'm the alpha, and Zach comes back with, well, I'm the omega, bitch. We complete each other. We complete. We're the alpha and the omega. You yeah. know, that's, that's the way it should be. There you go. Hmm. I'll never be as omega as Adrian the omega, though. Oh, fuck Adrian Mendoza. Hey, by the way, Adrian, you're fucking annoying, dude. Just want to say that. <laughs> Why did I bring it up? Why did I bring that up? <laughs> I'm just Josh and you. Hey Zach, if if together as one we are Alpha and the Omega, does that does that mean we're a god? Is that what we just uh, insinuated? Exactly. Exactly. You know, speaking of Adrian Mendoza, uh, I love you, Adrian. Josh, he doesn't fucking know what's going on. He's not up with it. But what? Oh come on! What? You, you know I'm just fucking trolling the guy, right? I know. I yes. There you go. There's the drunk Josh again. That's like all shaky about. Yeah, we get it. You're trolling. Yeah. <laughs> We're trolling too. We're pretending like we don't know it's a troll. <laughs> this whole thing's a troll. This whole fucking charade and circus is a troll. Don't worry about it, everybody. Uh, anyway, but I do need to go ahead and go over some comments because you know, Adrian, you did leave us a couple along with a bunch of other people. So let me let me see where we left off here. I think uh, on the uh, Pornhub one. Uh, why do I keep calling it that? It's Amityville two. Ah, uh, fuck. That's not the right comment. It's actually the same video. Bradley Taylor, he says, can you guys do a commentary for I Spit on Your Grave? You know, Brattlesnake, I think you've requested that a lot, and we are due to do it. I like that movie. We're so stuck on this whole October thing we got ourselves into, so any of these requests, they're they're going to be looked at for November. And this one, you've been wanting it for a long time, and we need to do it. So, Zach, hold me accountable Let's do I Spit on Your Grave for November. It's going to happen. Let's let's Hell do yeah. it. I've been like shying away from those movies because they're so harsh. You know, it's like I don't really know how to joke around those movies. You know, oh, I'll find a way. I'll, Zach, I have no you know, yeah. qualms about you doing that. But I'm just saying I don't know if I could do it, you know, because it's just. Yeah, I, Zach, like he said, he'll find a way. That guy. All the retard jokes you can say about the fucking retarded guy in that movie? Come on, Josh. It's it's pretty much a big setup for Zach. It's fish in a barrel. It's perfectly for him. But uh, also on Amityville 2, The Possession, we had a uh, new listener, I believe new listener, at least new commenter, Gia Kong, 96. He says Pornhub on the fucking thumbnail and shit, LOL. I, I'm very happy that Zach... Got a little props for that because he was so proud of it. Exactly. I fucking made that and nobody noticed it. Nobody said anything. Uh, there I was. I, I came up with this comedic genius and it just went unnoticed for, I don't know, probably a year now. Something like that. And then finally somebody, uh, the three seconds it took to, to, to say, oh my God, that's funny. And then I was living on cloud nine for that three seconds, baby. I'll tell you who said something about it originally. So... We uh when once that commentary went up and it went all over social media, Riverman saw it on Facebook and he messages me, like texts me, and he goes, Dude, are you guys posting porn on the fucking Facebook now? And I'm like, Is that how far is that how long I've been away? And I'm like, No, dude, look at it closer. I'm like, shit, I know, because I was a little bit on the edge too. I'm like, I don't know, man, is this gonna get demonetized? And it uh for for people that are on Facebook just kind of scrolling through and not paying super attention, it is gonna be <laughs> A little like eye catching, and uh, they might get the wrong idea, but it was funny. Uh, Bradley Taylor, speaking to you, man, you also commented on our Halloween 4 curse of Michael Myers, and you say, 
I'm getting ready to check out your commentary for Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. I'm hoping one day you guys do Cycle 4, The Beginning. Once again, another one on our list. Zach, let's pencil that in for fucking November. And uh, by the way, can I just can I just clarify real quick that I'm not sure I'm not like a uh, revival house member. I just come over here to, uh, you know, we collaborate a lot together. So Brattlesnake. Yeah. Yeah. The Brattlesnake. He's going to Josh James for uh, for our uh, <laughs> what he wants us to do. And yeah. Brad, you know, we, you know, we have a Twitter, too. And it's so funny. You keep asking him. Yeah, uh, I like mean, all- don't don't ask me for favors for fucking um you know, Revival House. Like, look, that, it's like going to Burger King and ordering a fucking Big Mac. Exactly. It's exactly. it's so funny. I get a kick out of it. Keep doing it. That's that's a perfect. That's a really good analogy. We're together so often, though. I can't really blame them. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know, I'm just trying to clarify. I'm just going to the Aaron route. We're just, I'm, I'm, you know, trying to create order here. I'm just saying, like, uh, you know. <laughs> No, it would it would be funny though. Like if you it is it is that whole comparison. It's like going to we should, that should just become a meme. He uh, he should come to us for uh, our rated stuff, and he should go to him for fucking revival stuff. Oh, uh, there you go. I'd be, I'd be down for that. Our shit's all blurred now, anyway. Who really cares? You know. Well, Bradley Taylor he came back uh, and commented on the same video after he listened to the commentary for Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers, and he compliments us very, very well. And he says, "This is one of your best commentaries. If you ever do Rob Zombie's Halloween Two, my sincere condolences. It's the worst horror movie I've ever seen or did a commentary on. I I, I agree, it's not a good movie. It's 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 fucking odd, uh, and it's just a gratuitous. There's a Mac and Zach commentary of Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. Maybe I could put that up." Yeah, sure. I always say that uh, that movie would have been great if it just wasn't involved in the Halloween franchise. It was just a movie about somebody else other than Michael Myers. A hermit that fucking just uh, is walking around. Because I really feel like, uh, you know, Rob Zombie made a creative piece. I had a vision there, but I, I really hate that it's involving Michael Myers. What I'll say is it was awfully ballsy to... uh you know, obviously he's writing off the success of the first Halloween, which was his biggest hit and was a big hit for the studio. And for them to give him complete control to do like, it kind of reminds me of the whole Tim Burton Batman Returns thing where it's like, all right, you played ball the first one. You know, you did well. It was a success for us. So you can go ahead and let your freak flag fly for the second one. Let it be totally Tim Burton personified. That's kind of like what they did with Rob Zombie, it feels like. And for that reason, it is the most gratuitously uncommercial thing to be put out by a commercial studio. It's brutal. It's brutal. But, but it's, but think about it. It's a commercial studio that's putting this out. And it was, it was just like this, this is the movie that was pro, uh, you know what I'm saying? That was pulling it. It's like, it was a, it was a big studio movie and it was a movie. They wanted it to open up to like 20 to 30 million that weekend, just like the first one. And that's what they greenlit. And it's just like the fact that that was the big opening movie that weekend. I mean, I know it didn't do as well as the first one, but just the fact that they, they were running the gamble on that. Well, Aaron, I'll tell you that I did not go see the second one because I hate the first one so, so much. So yeah. I saw the the second one in theater. You can uh, the only way you saw that fucking theatrical ending is in the theater because it's never been released on uh, DVD or anywhere. I've only ever seen the movie one time, and it was in the theaters. What what was the difference of ending, Zach? Um, fuck it, like 
Man, I don't remember. Like, I, there wasn't a, a moment where uh, fucking Michael talks. Wait, yeah, the, the, I, I've, where he fucking talks on the home release. Die! Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't remember that happening. I remember a lot of people were confused. Like, were they trying to imply that uh, Michael was never there and it was Lori killing people the whole time because it ended with her coming out with the mask on? Cringy, man. I don't know. When I think about Rob Zombie, he's got some nuggets in there of like really good shit, but I think it's just. But you gotta mine them out of the fucking autism uh, mining field, you know? Aaron, he just did that thing that you always talk about doing. Like, I don't get to finish my thought. I know. He's untamed. I, I, I finished your thought for you. You should be thanking me. I know. <laughs> like, you're, you're so many thoughts ahead of me that you, uh, you know. That's what he always says to me, too. He's like, I fucking finish your thoughts, bitch. You should be fucking grateful. Like, what? Like, like okay, you're, what, thank you? Uh, no, Josh, finish your compliment. Zach, it, it, we're just going to rub his nose in the shit on the rug every time he does that. Uh, the moment's ruined. Basically, uh, he's got some good nuggets in there. <laughs> he does that. Yeah. But, but you know, he's kind of like, uh, almost like George Lucas in a way where he needs to be reeled in by people who've got ideas of, like, how to make an actual good movie. Because it kind of goes off the rails. It's like it's a little too creative. I think. It, I mean, I think Halloween Two is better. The first one was awful. You know. You literally just said what I said, but longer version of it. But but the point is, it need to come from Josh's mouth because he started okay. it. Okay, that's the okay. point. That's the point. Back to your corner now. There's a lot of things that you say, Zach, that I already see you saying in the future, you know, but I'll let you say them because I'm not a douchebag <laughs> because he's become so predictable. It's always, it's always going to end in incest or fucking a dog or something even worse. That will go nameless right now. And we all could fucking write his dialogue at this point. Maybe we should, we, maybe we should all have a big giant explosion and fight right now. And just, you know, have a big hateful moment of where we just say a bunch of terrible things about each other. We should do a test sometime. Exactly. Without telling anybody which episode it happens on, I should write a script for a commentary. Write Zach's lines and my lines, and and don't tell anybody. And let's see if anybody notices and how how well I nailed Zach's character. Like, oh, I would say that at this part. <laughs> I will say that I agree with you, Aaron. That you, Zach, you definitely need to let people finish their sentences. I'm sorry. I I tried to just make a joke. Uh, I overstepped my boundaries. All this shit's gonna get cut out. Of the final cut, uh, it's just a, it's just in the exact. That's just a recent thing. That's that's ever since you you ever evolved into Mark Four. So that's what I'm saying. Mark Three, man, perfect. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. No, Mark Three wasn't autistic enough. Fuck you. You're just trying to downplay my autism. Fuck you. You know, I, I gotta say though, it's not. You're right, Josh. It's not as bad when I'm sitting on the outside and I watched it happen to you. It's funny. It's not nearly as bad. It's only. <laughs> I was so grated because it always happens to me. I'm glad. I'm glad you feel my pain. Well, where I'm sitting, in my opinion, it's like, well, why am I here if I can't say anything? If I can't complete a thought, then why oh, am I? On this- you're here just to fucking uh, make laugh at my jokes, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> exactly. Or I'm here to uh, give Aaron more gas because he's tired because of the blitz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe you're tasting it right now, Josh. Like- <laughs> Oh, I'm tasting all of it, man. So okay, we okay. We're going to go on and record an episode of his show next, too. <laughs> no, I, I don't think we're going to be doing that tonight. 
Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> oh, really? I'm in no form to do that tonight, that's for sure. I, I think he's had a couple, too. You're probably in relaxed mode when you probably... I don't drink myself, but... Well, I actually, I want to watch the uh, Banana Laser commentary that dropped like three days ago. That'll give me some time to watch the movie before I talk about it, too. That'll be good. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch up on that. We'll do that another time, but maybe next Halloween or something, but... So let me uh, let me plow through a couple more of these really quick. Uh, Adrian Mendoza, we mentioned to you, so I need to say it. You uh, commented on the assembly cut of Alien 3. Zach, this one's going to ruffle your feathers. He goes, poor Aaron, you guys are torturing yourselves, and we appreciate it. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is a whore. What? <laughs> How fucking dare you? But he redeems himself. Fuck you. Hey, he redeems himself, though, Zach. He then goes on to say, Ewan McGregor has a huge cock. That's something you can agree on. You know what, though? Hopefully Ewan McGregor's dick isn't too big because uh, Mary Elizabeth won't want anything to do with me in that case. Mm. Hey, uh, and then he goes, Ripley needed some dick to let off some steam. I agree, man. We already talked about that, man. She had some pent up shit and she had to get it out. So I think that's a scene that, uh, you know, I'm glad that was in the assembly cut. He then goes on to say what we all know. Uh, I need to hear the Halloween 5 commentary. He's speaking for the people, Zach. I know you guys want it. It'll come eventually, I promise. Uh, when the timing is perfect. And uh, let's see, Adrian Mendoza on the theatrical cut, you also chimed in for Alien 3. Oh, Jesus. Adrian, again? Why do you guys suck this guy's dick so hard? Because he's got a fat-ass dick that tastes good. Why don't you just shut up and know your place? <laughs> he's the Omega, man. He's the Omega, and he's amazing. He goes, here's some trivia for you. At the end of Aliens, you can hear a xenomorph egg open. Uh, I I don't think I've ever heard that before. I want to go check it out now. So I don't know if that's like when it cuts to black or credits or what, but interesting. I was a custom framer, and it is expensive because we were talking about having one sheet uh, custom framed. If a poster had fold marks or creases, we would put it through a heat press or spray adhesive on the back of the print and mount it to the foam board and place it into a vacuum mount. Uh, A movie I recommend to watch at your leisure is a movie called Mandy. Mandy is a horror thriller revenge flick starring Nicolas Cage. That was actually pretty good. It's come up a few times on the show, and uh, one of these days I'll get to it, but it was pretty good. Zach, did you watch it too? I watched it. You thought it was just all right. I, I kind of thought it was. I, I thought it was okay. I thought it was about the same as the guy's other movie, the the Black Rainbow. I was going to ask you about that, Zach. Yeah, Beyond the Black Rainbow. What did you think of that one? I couldn't get through it, man. It was like so pretentious. I thought Mandy was like way more high paced and enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I I want to watch Mandy again and uh, be in a different mindset when I watch it because I, I don't think I was in the right one. Yeah, I thought Mandy. Next was really comment. Good. Sorry, go ahead. No, no worries. Uh, we got a new commenter. Uh, I've not seen you comment before, so I appreciate it. Uh, by the name of Adfo. Uh, he's got a really funny uh, avatar of this really old man making a derpy laugh. It's pretty funny. He says on the assembly cut of Alien 3, enjoyed both of these alien commentaries. I really need to check out this assembly cut, but the two hour, 30 minute runtime always puts me off. Join the club. Great idea uh-huh. for doing a live stream on Halloween. Unfortunately, I live in the UK, so I will only be able to watch the stream if it's archived on the channel, which it will be. I'll stop you right there. And that's kind of the only 
kicker with doing live streams is uh, the best we can do is to try and please the people in our country in America because that's tough enough as it is because we already span however many hours like what three coast to coast mm-hmm. so that's tough enough like Time we're zones. we're never going to be able to accommodate for everybody so thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts that you'll at least give us the time of day and watch the the repost so we appreciate that uh who knows man if we had enough fucking UK love we'd, we'd do a special one for just your time zone who knows but um mm-hmm. he goes Love these commentaries as they keep me entertained every day when going to and from university. Keep up the great work. Hell yeah. That's what it's all about, baby. Exactly. Keep up the great work. You guys are hilarious. That is the kind of comment that warms my fucking heart, man. I love that. I love those comments, too. I like to think there's somebody out there that has one of those jobs where you can listen to the podcast while you're working, and they're hearing my pedophilia jokes while they're, uh, you know, working their job, and then their boss comes by like, what'd you laugh at? They gotta lie. (laughs) It's great. That's a good point, though. That that, that makes me happy, though, man, because that's what we do. And it's not even just like podcasts. I, I listen to podcasts, of course, on uh, if you got a grueling commute to work. I've been there, man. I used to love uh, I couldn't wait till the days that my favorite podcasts were, were scheduled to, to drop because I could always listen to them on like my hour long commute to work. And that's why I like a formula to the point of, you know, I like that our episodes drop on Saturdays. I like that we have, uh, uh, you know, when deep ends come out, they go on a certain day, retro rampages on a Sunday. That's ideal, man, because I like working off a schedule, man, because I look forward to a day where I know that new show is going to drop or whatever it is I'm listening to. But the same goes for music too, man. I, music helps, you know, uh, commutes, it helps the gym. It helps long drives. It helps. I And you live in the UK. So maybe if you're in London, you fucking are riding the tubes, man. Dude, fucking I, I would die. You know, Josh knows I've been to New York. I would die if I didn't have an iPod and podcast going all the time without that. You know, and I have to hear the fucking panhandlers begging me for money and blowing crack smoke in my face. I need some distraction. <laughs> that was hilarious, dude. That was so it funny. was fucking ridiculous. So anyway, thank you so much, Adfo. <laughs> you demand. Uh, <laughs> then we have uh, Gamer Guys reviews on the Halloween H2O 20 years later commentary. Uh, he goes, regardless of what time the stream starts, I'll be there. Even if I have to bail out of my night class. Besides, who needs college education? Fuck yeah, that's the second best comment I've heard all night. Um, he goes, also, I checked online and Peter Jackson's bad taste is not public domain. P.S. I'm glad Mac subscribed. Maybe this means a future collab with Mac and Zach. Exactly. I think you guys should make that happen. I want to see how fucking Gamer Guys handles it. He's a total fish out of water. I want to see you go toe-to-toe with Mac and Zach. You're not even, like, accustomed to it. That would be entertaining. Um, I think Gamer Guys might be a good guy to consider for a fan uh, commentary with because Rattle Six said no. He turned us down. But uh, Which, that's a shock. You know, I thought he would have been down for it. But, no, he's, you know what? I actually doesn't surprise me too much because he's on his own vibe. Like, he's just riding his own wave, and hey, man, more power to you. But uh, this gamer's guy seems like he might be a candidate to um, add something to a commentary if we all got together and did one. Yeah. Oh, he he wants to do one. Which one did he say he wanted to hop on for, Zach? It was recently. Return of the Living Dead, baby. Well, there you go, man. I would actually, I would love to do that, too, because I haven't done that one yet. But. That would be a lot of fun. So if we end up doing Return of the Living Dead, uh, we'll keep gamer guys in mind. But yeah, make it a fatal four-way and have Josh on, too. I don't know. Let us know what you think, gamer guys. I think that sounds like a fun idea. Uh, speaking of Return of Living Dead, 
he commented on our Return of the Living Dead 3 commentary. He says, I met the guy who played the father uh, to Dime Store Edward Furlong, the one y'all described as Dime Store Harrison Ford. Yeah, the dad. <laughs> In this film at a con today. Wow. He, his name is Kent McCord, and he was also in Predator 2 and the original Battlestar Galactica. Uh, I fucked that up. Battlestar Galactica from way back when. He was a nice dude. Uh, I don't know why this remind when he called him Dime Store Edward Furlong's dad. It reminds me of the fucking Korean Edward Furlong Zach sent me, what we mentioned on the last podcast. Oh, I fucking yeah. love that, dude. It fucks with my head. Would, would you have hit that? Would you have uh, banged that chick? Did you? Was that a ch- I can't remember. Was it a chick? <laughs> it was a chick. Josh, did he send you that picture too? The Korean Edward Furlong? Uh, probably, but I kind of dadded up a lot of like what gets sent over that messenger at this point. Well, just, it, it just don't don't click any links. If the picture's there, cool. Yeah, don't yeah. click any. Links. What what did Zach send that you were? Yeah, yeah. Tell him tell him the story, uh, Josh. What was that that I sent you? He made a rookie mistake by clicking this link, folks. Josh, go for it. I think it was just like I was. I worked. See, I work a day job and nights, and so you guys are constantly on that fucking messenger, man. Like when you're just hanging out at home at work when you're recording commentary, so. I'm constantly getting like <laughs> uh, notifications from you guys on because I'm part of the group, you know, you, me, and uh, Zach and Riverman or whatever. And um, I, I just sometimes when I get home, I just go through them all really quick to kind of catch up to the conversation. And there was a video, and you know how like your your mind kind of gets programmed when you see like that play button, you just hit it, you don't think about yeah, it. But but not only that, it, the 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 thumbnail showed two chicks like rubbing on each other. <laughs> And then right. the play button, and you hit the play button. What was it really? <laughs> um, shit. How am I gonna <laughs> describe this? exactly? Shit. But continue. Uh, yeah, it was basically um a hot chick or something like bending over a dude's face and like getting a snow cone. I think it was two dudes. Oh, was I think it? it? Was two was dudes? It? I don't know. I I lo- was looking out of it at the peripheral of my eyeball. I really wasn't paying too much attention to it. Basically, it was like a, somebody getting a um, a chocolate, uh, what do you call it, um, soft serve right in his fucking mouth, dude. It was disgusting. And I was fucking, I was a little pissed, man. Because, like, what if I had been at work or something, you know? Like, oh, 100%. You know what's funny is I didn't even think of that. Listen, I didn't even that, think and of that's, that. that's your problem, Zach, is you don't think you have no discretion. And, and Josh, do you not feel my pain now? All I said was like, hey, dude, can you just cool it on the scat a little bit? I mean, not even just porn. But just scat, you know? It's funny, though, because me and Mac live in our own world. Like, he sent that to me. I clicked on it and immediately started laughing out loud. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Josh will get a kick out of this. I forget people don't have the same humor I do. No, no. Aaron, I have a theory. I have a theory. I think, I don't think Mac or um, Zach is becoming more and more of this character. I think what's happening is, like, Zach is being taken over more and more by the internet. <sighs> he's he's, doubt, he's downloading so much shit into his brain that he's becoming this person we don't even know anymore. Well, <laughs> Here, here's a Twilight Zone twist ending. What if Zach is just now coming out and actually being his true self that he's been the whole fucking time? Mind blown. Well, you better start sucking some dicks, man. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, exactly. What's you got a lot of dick sucking to do. <laughs> yeah, you got you got a, you got a reputation to live up to. But uh, I know exactly. No, but that's funny though because. That is, I've learned, Zach knows this, and I've mentioned on the show many, 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 many fucking times. I mean, I nauseam I've talked about it. I do not 
open up Snapchats from him, especially he doesn't use it very much. But yeah. if I see a snap, you did warn me about that a long time ago. Do, do not okay links links on any format is the exact same mentality you should be having. Don't open any fucking link from Zach. Don't do it. Uh, and I've learned, so I didn't look at that video. And as soon as you opened it and you said, dude, fucking enough with the scat porn, I could sense some irritation in your text. Like you were actually yeah, a little yeah. irritated. He can read between the lines. What was the first thing I said? I said, dude, fucking novice mistake. Like I, I just, <laughs> I, yeah, I, if I see anything like that, I instantly just like delete it. So I don't even look at it. I, I was sitting there waiting the whole time for Aaron to say something. I was uh, depressed. No, it's, to, it's totally true. You actually said that like a, like over a year ago. You're like, don't ever open. Nope. We've had this like uh, Facebook chat going for like over almost two years now, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ever since we recorded, I think um, the one of, the first time you guys came over to my channel. And oh, the uh, was heavy metal, heavy metal, heavy right? metal. Yeah, we've had it going since then, and like. You said that, I think, early on. You're like, don't ever open anything for Zach. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're probably just being overly sensitive about it or something or whatever. Not <laughs> not unless you're okay with being grossed out. And like I said, you don't know where you're at. You could be working or whatever. It's just all kinds of things. Me, it just irritates me. So, See, I, I don't consider how lucky I am that I don't work with other people. Uh, Robert Chardello, Aaron, if you think Jody Lynn O'Keefe is hot, you should check her out in Devil in the Flesh 2. That's the chick from H2O. She was pretty banging. Uh, never heard of Devil in the Flesh 2. I'll check it out. Uh, Adrian Mendoza on, uh, fuck, I think it's the same, uh, H2O. This is all H2O, by the way. Ha ha ha, that, that cum dumpster Tom Cruise quote. The best quote from Aaron. Aaron, have you ever seen Brokeback Mountain? Zach sounds like he has a cold. Halloween, Night of Living Dead, or Bad Taste is Cool with Me. I recently watched a double feature of Frankenstein and The Bride of Frankenstein. Both are good movies, although Bride is a better film. Zach had said he'd never seen a universal horror movie, which blows me away because he's seen fucking every movie. Um, I've seen those Alex Ross Steele books. They are great. I've seen that scene in Brown Bunny. It's a beautiful scene. Talking about the dick sucking scene. Uh, a film I recommend to Zach is a movie called Short Bus. It has straight and gay sex. There you go. Look, he's look, he's looking out for you, Zach. Genius. See, I was gonna say too when we were talking about having gamer guys on. We need to get Adrian Mendoza on and do a fucking uh, uh, Stephen Jeffries porno. Okay, and it's called Short Bus, so it probably has to do with uh, mentally handicapped people, which also is like good for you, right? Um, anyway, right up my alley. Oliver close off on H two O. He says, "Let's play a drinking game. Every time Zach says suck a dick, we take a shot." Update: I need it. A- <laughs> <laughs> That's actually funny. <laughs> it's true. Update: He says, "I need a liver transplant now." Bad idea. LOL. See, he knows what we're talking about. It's like Oliver close off is listen. It- he's right here. Um, he also, Oliver close off, he says, Josh Hartnett turned down Superman Returns, not Batman Be- Batman Begins. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go Bostonian on you. Uh, well, he might have been offered Superman too, but he he did turn down Batman Begins. So sure. I, you might be right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Look it up. It's pretty commonplace. Josh, you might know about that too, being a comic guy. But uh, he definitely, he turned down Batman Begins as well. Uh I bet he's kicking his own ass over that now. That fucking uh, comic book movies are like the huge thing. Big mistake on his part. That's right, because Batman Begins sort of brought it all back. Um, anyway, our new listener or new commenter, Adfo, he pops up again on Halloween H2O. He says, another great commentary. You guys should do the second Schizophrenic movie as the commentary for the first. <laughs> for the, uh, yes! As the, no, yes. don't recommend it, please. He goes, you guys should do the second schizophrenic movie as the commentary for the first movie uh, was so great. And the full movie is available on YouTube. Fuck. You're just enabling it. These are my people. 
These are my people. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll definitely consider it. And since Josh is on that one, he'd have to come back for that one. Yeah, I was going to say that I saw that uh, comment last night, I think, and I was like, I'm, I'm coming back for that one. Because that, that, that was a landmark episode, I think. Yeah, schizophrenia. Interesting. It was a good episode. And it is on YouTube, so maybe we could probably... Why didn't we make Schizophrenia a video commentary? We could have got away with it. Is, is it really on you? How does that get, happen? Well, he said the sequel is for sure, so we'll see. Yeah, if it is crazy. If it is, we'll see about doing a uh, fucking video commentary. Anyway, uh, last two comments, and we'll wrap up. Gamer guys, you comment on H2O. The only official release of this... Sh- oh, sorry. We're on Freddy's Nightmares. No, we're Mr. Nice Guy. My bad. Uh, we just dropped that... Um, uh, this week, he goes, the only official release of this show was a bonus disc on the Elm Street Blu-ray collection, but it's only two episodes. And I agree with Zach. House is awesome. The first one, at least. I have to disagree. I fucking hate House. Um, I like the second one, too. Mm. The the Freddy's Nightmare commentary is fun, man. I like doing those short and sweet 45-minute knockers, you know? And, uh, yeah, and Zach's in rare form in that one, too, just trying to be a ball buster. But it's a lot of fun. I listened to it today. Uh, last comment on Freddy's Nightmares. No more Mr. Nice Guy. This will wrap it up. Oliver, close off. You say, one, two, Zach's coming for you. Three, four, better close your ass crack. Okay. Five, six, grab your crucifix. Seven, eight, going to eject you late. Nine, ten, never come again. Hell yeah. I like how your comments are becoming a snowball rolling down a hill. And so, like, the more, like, fans you get, the more, like, comments, like, you acknowledge the comments the more crazy shit they're going to say in the comments, which is brilliant, you know? <laughs> Love it. Which, if you guys just want me to say things I'd be embarrassed to say, that's, then just leave a comment because I, I feel a need to read them. So mm-hmm. you'll hear me say stupid shit. Inception. The only, yeah, the only thing I would edit about this comment, Oliver, is the first line should said one, two, Zach's coming on you or in you. That's the only thing. I think that would fit perfectly. But that's brilliant, man. I don't know. That... That's definitely rounding out top three comments. That was fucking great, man. Uh, Zach, you should be proud of that one. That's all we got for comments. We appreciate you guys. Uh, We didn't say it at the top of the hour like I should have, but I want to promote again Halloween night. Uh, Zach and I are doing our very first ever live stream. We're going to start it off here doing it on YouTube, obviously, because there's more of a following here. We just established a Twitch account. Please uh, go there and follow that. Zach, we need to start putting the Twitch link in the YouTube videos because I noticed it wasn't on there. We'll have to go and edit that. But uh, it's... Okay, cool. So it's a Revival House Network. We're on Twitch. The idea and concept is we'll start on YouTube because you guys are here. And then hopefully I think we're going to start doing them on Twitch. We want to kind of move that way for that stuff because we w- we're we not going to change the way we do things. YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all that stuff's there. Uh, but we want to start doing more uh, live stuff and more live commentaries. And we think that's going to be migrated over to Twitch along with the retro rampage stuff as well. So, uh, like I said, like subscribe to YouTube, the new Twitch, uh, follow us on the podcast networks. Like I mentioned below and leave us five star ratings and uh, nice little feedback over there too, because that'll help us out loads. And Josh, we're going to end with you giving a plug of your stuff. Yeah. Can you do my plug for me? Oh, is that, are you taking a shit? He's uh he's blessed, baby. <laughs> All right, so I don't I don't have a problem doing it. I just want to see what you would say if you're going to plug my channel. 
Yeah, I'll give it a shot, man. Uh, so go and check out R-Rated Horror Commentary. That's Josh James's fucking channel on the YouTubes. You can also find him. Right now, he's part of the Horophilia Network, so you can find them on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, all of that as well. He's on Facebook. He's on Twitter. You would know because we mentioned uh, the Brattlesnake always constantly <laughs> requesting <laughs> for us on there. Uh, but he's everywhere as well. Uh, and it's a great show, man. We are very much complimentary towards each other. If you like our show, his show's different, but at the same time, it'll please you. He likes all things old school, uh, nerdy, and he has a lot of cool guests on, uh, as well. And, uh, it's, it's a little bit different of a format. I, I think this show has that, uh, untamed craziness that you were talking about with the whole Zach thing. Mm-hmm. You're very informative. I really like your flow, especially when you got like Wazelle from banana laser on and things like that, but you've had some pretty cool guests as of late. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's amazing. Hop over there, give him a sub and all that good shit. It's fucking come inspiring. And I don't know what your latest episode is, but yeah, we're going to be dropping uh, Monster Squad probably in the next couple of days on YouTube, and then it'll be up on um, Orphelia.com by the end of the week, next week. So, And if you haven't been over there, I'll leave off with this. Um, maybe a good way to ease into it is Zach and I have been on his show a handful of times as well. So I think Zach and one of our playlists on the YouTube channel, we have collaborations, like a playlist for collabs. That's what I have on my, on my page, too. I have collaborations and... Everything since um, Basket Case, I think it's like six or seven, yeah. maybe even more than that. Who knows, man? Yeah. So go go uh, look for him there and go down the rabbit hole and you'll easily get over to him and leave him some love and feedback. That's all we got. Any final words? Zach, you got a final word on the shit movie? This movie, I gives it a fucking uh, two and a half out of five. Oh, dude, you're kind. Josh, final words? I'll get it a three out of five. Even kinder. Uh, I do the ten scale, man. I don't. This five thing is too constricting. Uh, I give it, fuck, man, a four out of ten. So, it's not a great movie. Anyway, thank you guys uh, for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. And like I said, we got more October Blitz action for you guys. See you guys Halloween night. Adios. Bye bye, puppets. Mm, bye. Cheers. Sorry, man, that did go on long. We almost talked about the movie for 10 seconds that time.